You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to Warcraft Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazin' Bob, and today we are joined by Mel, a.k.a. Melarita. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. Excited to be here. We uh, not just Mel, but uh, we have a huge cast today. We have, uh, the house is full of many heroes. First off, we have we have GM of Varg Flock or Varg now, uh, Harskar. How you doing? Good. Thank you for having me on this uh, exciting episode. You, well, thank you for coming. Thank you all of you. We also have the infamous Def Camp. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing very well today. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. And we have we have Melderon. How you doing? Hey, how's everyone going? Hope you're having a good day. <laughs> and we have the one and only The Yip Show, a.k.a. Ryan or Yip. How you doing? Hello. I got tricked on here again. So. <laughs> you like how Bob made you last even after the three other people that are on the podcast? I'm just throwing that out there. That's for last. When there's three, there's more contention, <laughs> but when there's this many. <laughs> uh, the best. A good one. When, uh, when um, Yip came on for episode 100, chat goes, okay, blink twice if you're being held against your will. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. But yeah, we have a jam-packed episode today. First off, I would like to remind everybody we do stream live on twitch.tv slash blazinbob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N-B-O-B. Uh, we encourage you guys to come and chat along all along with the show. It's a good time. Um, for the show today, we are going to be we're going to skip what we've we've been doing in WoW. Um, we're going to do a real quick uh, 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 announcement from Melderon. Then we're going to go straight into the news because there's a lot. And then at the end of the show, in dis in discussion, we are going to go through. Basically, our two guilds were kind of neck and neck with uh, pro with progression. Like we got we got Muru down a day before them. They got uh, KJ down a day before us. It was just kind of really you know the same type of struggle, kind of. So we're gonna just we're just gonna talk about that at the end. And that's gonna be the show today. So let's uh, strap in, Melderon. Do you want to take the the floor? Wow. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Uh, how can I? Okay, <clears throat> so I guess I'll start by saying that uh, about a year or a year and a half ago, I decided to stop making content uh, for World of Warcraft. And there's a lot of reasons why. I mean, the what was happening in the Blizzard didn't help, but just like you know, just other stuff was happening in my life that really impeded me from doing that. Um, and you know, the pandemic, as terrible as it was, really, and I'm sure a lot of WoW players feel this way, really allowed WoW players to. Be wow players, uh, and that's so true. As the, 
Oh my god! Like, I, like I, I don't. I, looking back, I don't know if I could have done any of what I did if it wasn't for that. Um, yeah, and you know, cues and all that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it was seriously a perfect storm. And then as things got more normal, I realized like how much less time I had. So it's gotten to the point where I've actually realized. Uh, it took me a long time to realize this, but like gaming, like in general, not just wow but especially an mmo like world of warcraft is just not conducive with my life anymore uh at all so i actually have quit wow as of two days ago three days ago um i quit you know guild leading i canceled my sub everything and i think you know i what i wanted to make sure was i wanted to make sure my guild saw the content and killed all of it and then i could just you know, I I I delivered something to those people that that I promised them, and now I can I can kind of leave. I did originally promise that it would be heroic Lich King before I quit, um, but I just can't do it another year and a half, two years. It's just not feasible for me uh, with work and with everything else in my life. It's just too much. So, I guess what I'm saying is uh, this is probably I'm not going to say forever because you never know what happens, but this is probably the last time you'll hear or see me. Uh, on YouTube or Twitch or anything WoW related. So um, I want to thank the entire Classic WoW community for being amazing, despite <clears throat> Blizzard's um, partial ineptitude in bringing us what they said they would. Uh, I feel like it's been a struggle. Uh, I feel like the game's changed a lot. I feel like that, and we, we've changed too as, as people, but all in all, like all the positive interactions I've had, whether it was content creation, it was running the Shaman community with Egregious, like, and the guild management, it's all been mostly positive, like overwhelmingly positive. And uh, it's going to be a significant part of my life and I'll never forget it. And um, uh, it's just been a great journey, but the journey's it, it's over. It's come to an end. So, um, yeah, that's the announcement. End of a era, man. Whew. Does it feel a little does it feel a little weird or does it feel more freeing? So has anybody ever, I, of course, people have felt this way. I mean, when someone passes away, like there's that there's that kind of weird void that's in your body. It's like a it's and but this, in this case, it's obviously not as bad, right, as someone passing away. But Definitely. there's still a there's still a void. Right. So, yeah, it does feel weird because what I mean by the void is like there, your brain is used to certain patterns and certain things. Right. It's like, OK, this day after that, this day after that when you first think about, Oh, I don't have to raid this week or I don't have to do like, it's not all happy. Right. It, it's like this weird kind of, um, you miss missing something. Right. And it's kind of like, wow, it, it, it's kind of this guttural reaction that kind of happens in your gut. So, so I am very happy with my decision. I, I think I made the right one and I'm, and I'm looking forward to what I can do with the more time that I have. I don't believe work early. I was leaving work early two, three times a week. It was just a lot. Right. So, um, I'm looking forward to the things I can replace it with, but at the same time, I am sad that it's gone mostly because of the people, not really the game. The game's great, but the people were everything. So I wouldn't, pl I wouldn't have played WoW if it wasn't for my guild 100%. I'm not the kind of pe person that can play casually. I can't just like level or quests. Like, I can't do that. So, um, yeah, it, yeah. But I want to thank, I, I, I thank the class community, but I also want a huge shout out to Invictus, Eden, Victor, Death, all the names we've had over the years, um, and the leadership core and the, and the Raiders, like, uh, again, you are the reason why I played, so, and my brother as well, like, he's the reason why I played, 
So, you know, there's certain feelings that come up and of course I, but you know, but the beautiful thing is now I can, if I want to hang out with Def, I can do something less structured and pay attention <laughs> to, to him. And like, we can go one-on-one and talk instead of me talking to a whole guild. Like Def Camp yeah. and I played together. Yes. But we had very little brother to brother interaction because it was so, you know, it's this whole structure that was around it. Right. So, right. yeah. Well, we well, are going to miss you. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but Blizzard announces they're going to make Nax hard again, and Meldron got scared, I think. I think that's the reason. (laughs) So I I didn't even know they did that. Really? So yeah, I didn't even know they did that, guys. Yeah, that's really good news. Be quiet. Never mind. (laughs) Oh, that's really good news. I I actually made a video about that. (laughs) Actually, if you guys remember my last video, the last thing I said was... Uh, Nax is too easy. You have to make it harder. It was the last thing I said in that last video I made. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I'm really glad I did that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll we will definitely be talking about that here up soon. So let's go ahead and jump on in. <laughs> Time for the news. All right. So first up in the news. Uh, Blizzard un- announces Joyous Journeys. I don't know why they had to name it, but Joyous Journeys in TBC Classic and the Wrath pre-patch. It is a a a fifty percent EXP buff that uh, is supposed to show up. I think they said two to three weeks prior to the pre-patch, and then run all through the pre-patch until Wrath launches. So. Uh, I don't know if there's any other pertinent information. It looks like just a straight up from all sources, uh, killing mobs or quest EXP, a 50% bump. And then also, it'll be even like, and then when you go into the pre patch of TBC, it also makes um, 60 to 70 shorter too. So it's going to be a pretty big buff. What do you guys think of this? Are they releasing Death Knights in pre patch? Do we know yes, yet? Yes. Yeah, they are. And so they'll get this buff too. Yes, yeah, they they should be getting yeah. that buff to to level quicker. Um, I think it's a really good thing because uh, as we're about to find out too, they're nerfing uh one of the most popular ways to level, which is I think that there's something uh inherently unethical about nerfing the most popular way to level and then selling a boost without <laughs> an alternative being offered. That's a good so point. as much as I think it's a it's kind of like not a classic wow thing to include this sort of thing. You know, it's I, I you know, I got it for season of mastery. I think this is normally I would think this is pretty weird and dumb, but since they're selling boosts anyway. You may, I, I, I guess I don't really care. <laughs> it's kind of like they may as well give an alternative to just buying a boost on multiple accounts. Yeah. Let me tell you, the season of mastery where the leveling was like 100% speed or whatever it was, that was glorious. It was right? pretty like, fun. <laughs> like I did not feel like I did not quest. I felt like I quested a lot. Um, and it was just a great, a great pace. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's. Does it, sorry. Go ahead, Melder. I know you. Yeah. I was just wondering if this affects the fresh servers. No. Oh, it no, does. No, no, no. It does. It does. Yeah, they even say it right in oh, the yeah, uh, right. right in the blue they post. Do. There's all there's that's that was what I was going to bring up. If nobody else did, there is some controversy over that because mm. I like I don't you know I can't speak, but I know there's definitely people that like it 
and don't like it, but I can't speak to like what the majority is. I don't, I haven't checked out enough YouTubers polls and all that. Right. Cause the fresh servers are going to be coming out when the pre-patch comes out. Right. Yep. So yeah, they'll get so. like three weeks to a, a month of it. And they talk about, they phrase it as a good, as a good thing for people to catch up and be able to interact with those, uh, pre-patch only um events where you can get the uh axe that you could play as a guitar right. and all that so the, the one thing i would say i would give advice to blizzard that if they do like i said they are doing it for the um the new servers that they should probably go ahead and i think it's better for them to wait to let other people into those servers and you know so a lot of people are probably going to be making those characters and you know we 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 know now that you have to make a level fifty five first to even make a DK on this on those new on those fresh servers. So you know if they have that now, plus they're able to get you know more people up to level seventy. The thing I was worried about is you know knowing that there would be a lock on transfers and stuff. Would they allow more people? Would like more you know boosters and gold sellers be flocking to that server? So you know there are definitely like positives and negatives to it, but. um I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think one of the big things about Fresh is, uh, you know, to have that whole new experience to yourself and kind of have it as uh, something that's special. So I think there's there's definitely positive and negatives to it. But now that the Midsummer Festival is out now, if anyone's like trying to level right now, you have the Midsummer buff, XP buff, and then you'll have this buff coming up as well. So if you were planning on leveling a character now on a, on a server that's already out there, I would definitely say, you know, start now. And then when that buff comes out, you'll have a lot of XP boosting. Yeah, I worry about the the uh, fresh servers. I talked about this last week. I just worry with them opening them up in pre-patch rather than opening them up just day one of Wrath. I feel like you're going to get a lot of people that are going to want that first month fresh feel and then just pop out and go back to their their regular servers. Yeah. Whereas if well, it launched day one, it, it would only be the right. people that really want to play it. But, oh, yeah. yeah. With the XP boost, I feel like that'll be more of an issue, right? But I also do agree that a lot of people coming back for Wrath that want the fresh Wrath experience aren't necessarily looking for the classic leveling experience all the time, right? It could be. And so speeding that portion up, I don't think is necessarily a negative to most of the people that want that fresh fresh Wrath experience. But yeah. the fresh isn't targeted at people who want to enjoy leveling again it's targeted at people who want to play wrath without people bringing in their inherited gear and gold i think that that's kind yeah, of the distinction right. and why they don't care that they're uh adding a 50 percent boost because uh i mean there's just going to be other game modes presumably too uh that they'll, they'll that you can play you know if there's a tbc season of mastery or another season of mastery for vanilla if you really want that like fresh one to 16 you, you can do it somewhere else too but i think this is just targeting uh especially players coming back i'm sure they're hoping that there's going to be a big player boost from wrath veterans because that was when things were really popping off for a while but i know like my friends would be like well everyone's rich and geared right now i'm gonna come in and have nothing it's just not gonna be as fun that's a little bit of the disconnect though right i think uh and a lot of people's head fresh is like being able to interact with the world, doing the low level professions and stuff like that, at least in the current classic community. But it does feel like Blizzard's targeting it towards like private server players and stuff like that, who 
want to play wrath on a not like economy that shot or people in full sun well gear it's like two different target audiences i guess yeah well and i mean if you look at it almost you know like i didn't know much about private servers prior to doing this podcast and everything but i've learned a lot and one thing i have learned is i'm pretty sure almost all of the the uh wrath private servers have been sped up xp gains like if not all of them like yeah i so i exclusively played vanilla private servers def you played tbc was tb sped up yeah there were some ones that were sped up a little bit there i think there were so i'm trying to remember when i played on warmain if warmain was sped up i think it was a little bit so i remember there were there were like some um private servers that you know were like hey we're 1x and they were popular because i think lights hope was 1x right um it's classic that was classic that was classic yeah but still there were there were a lot of different ones i know that a lot of the later xp um you know private servers were sped up because people wanted to get to that level cap you know sooner because obviously you know the game for a lot of people with a new xp with a new expansion started there but a lot of the classic uh, private servers that we played on like 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 lights hope and whatnot were one xp so yeah because i'm, sure I, well, I'm just the, uh, yeah, yeah i'm just yeah. saying like when i looked into wrath private servers this is what i saw yeah. in wrath private servers was the sped well, up i think it's just XP. a distinction it's just a distinction of the xp i think or yeah. the experience of vanilla versus like tbc and wrath like i play tbc uh to get the rating experience that i missed out on but i played vanilla to get the whole experience yeah, of i agree with again that. but yeah. like wrath yeah. wrath it's like oh i can't wait to level like that's not yeah, the, the leveling, yeah so the leveling experience in wrath was already so much faster you yeah know? and like once heirlooms came out like leveling was not uh, a big part of wrath the end game was and you know that's what i was going to say i don't know I, bob i don't think you're doing this but you could another possibility you could be conflating like so multiplying the xp versus how nerfed it became in wrath 2 so it was already sped up already mm-hmm. like faster than tbc and then i think what you're saying is some servers on top of that even multiplied it i don't yeah yeah i think almost all of them did uh, yeah they're yeah. like 5x or more i think a lot of the rap wow. servers yeah. yeah yeah so uh so i think that's kind of normal for them plus if they're trying to target possible wrath babies that still play retail i mean like this probably it looks really good to them too, and just for me, I was going to buy a boost on a priest. But with this, I'm like, hey, Mel, so what new character you want to work up with my priest? You know, like it just incentivized me to be like, oh, I could work up another character. Yeah, I, I think it in in some ways it was a response to some of the backlash of the boosting. It's like, hey, here's a way where you can kind of level up a character and not have to give us money. Obviously, the booster is going to be faster no matter what, um, because you can still get the fifty percent at a level seventy boost. Or uh, actually, is the boost all the way through? No, just to, seventy. It stops at seventy, right? Okay. Yep. So yeah. So either way, you know what I mean. You're going to have someone one to seventy a lot quicker, or someone you can just buy one. But I think it is a little bit of, of a direct response to some of the backlash from the boost, uh, from you know the the negative backlash that people that Blizzard has been getting from the boosting. Yeah, uh, it, it makes the money boost feel like less extortion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good news for people who want to change their environment, I think. Right. So, again, you know me, I'm usually totally against all this shit, but <laughs> c- coming from a position where I don't care, like I, it doesn't affect me right now. <laughs> um, 
I think it's great, especially if someone, you know, doesn't have a home, right? They, they can be like, hey, oh, wow, I can get up really fast. I can boost or, or I can boost or I can level really quickly and have a totally different experience in, in, in uh, Wrath. And I think that's really good. And, yeah. you know, people like myself who are planning on swapping mains, right? So like I, you know, um, had started leveling a Paladin, but I didn't, you know, get him all the way up there. And now you have first you have the Midsummer Festival, which is a big XP boost. And now you have this coming up soon. So you have a lot of people who want to play something different in Wrath. Uh, you know, the classes change immensely in Wrath. Um, so there's a lot more, you know, flexibility with that as well. I know. What should I level, guys? Yeah. Come on, tell me. What should I level with my boost here? Uh, Shadow Priest. I already have a priest. Oh, I already have a priest. That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, probably... There you go. Go Affley Warlock. Affley Warlock's a lot of fun. Oh, Warlock. You might actually yeah. really like Warlock, Well, No. But no. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, um, so I think Yip made a really good point at the start of this. Yip, why don't you tell us why they kind of needed to put this on? What's what's changing in dungeons? Yeah, they're making it so boosting isn't good anymore. <laughs> They've they've just now realized that <laughs> people who boost might be selling that gold. And oh, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> so they're they're putting a stop to it. They're saying no way, Jose. <laughs> and uh, they're getting rid of which is like, I mean, they sell boosts. So it's kind of I don't know. I see no as a player. I see I don't see like a real big integrity problem uh, when like they are comfortable integrating. I mean, obviously the token's not coming out, but I mean, you know, you can buy boosts and stuff. So it's pretty much uh, paying to make the game easier yeah. anyway. So giving, I don't know, I hate this. Giving money to a friend of yours to boost you through a dungeon is cool. And I think it should still exist. So Listen, that's weird. not who we were giving our money yeah. to. Yeah. Let's I not agree. let's be real. We were all giving it to somebody who didn't speak the same language as I us. We were sitting at the end of the beginning of the dungeon, just well, hanging out. But, but you mean, do you take out some flavor. <laughs> so yeah, but are you surprised that Blizzard's cracking down on, on something like that? Because let, let's think about this, right? Why does the US government crack down on organized crime? It's because organized crime is Take getting in on the US government's 100%. cut. That's what it all is. Because they're not paying taxes. <laughs> exactly. Bobby Kotek exactly. or the guy that sells gold. Who's yeah. worse? I mean, come on. Blizzard's right. just, I mean, just, just pissed off that organized crime, aka dungeon boosters, are cutting in on their profits. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, they're they're giving us an alternative way to give them our money instead of the gold sellers their money, right? And you can't blame them. I mean, hey, you can blame him for how long. He needs it another yacht, guys. Come on, we got. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. fair. He needs another yacht. Well, <laughs> let's uh, let's tell everybody like what they're doing because okay, they're doing basically the same thing they did in season of mastery, where uh, they are making it so mobs eve. He eventually become un, unstunnable un, and unsnarable and start moving. What is it? 50% faster or 100% faster? They start like really trucking it, right? Uh, which basically makes it a lot harder for the mages. But the next piece, I don't know if they did this in Season of Mastery or not, but uh, they uh, are making it so you drastically lose exp when someone of a much higher level is in the the dungeon which is yeah, what is, i said from the, the start i don't like <laughs> this is the part i don't like i'm okay with them hurting mages doing insano boosts what i don't like 
is that, you know, when in, in vanilla, I would take a ton of people into Scarlet Monastery, my warrior, and just kill stuff and level people. Yep. Like, it was slower, but it was it was still slower. Fast. But if you have four guildies in there, it's like faster as a whole. And they can just they can do it during work or whatever. Um, so it was nice. So I feel like changing that is kind of a, a bummer. And um I I don't know. I don't know if I like their reasoning enough to do this. I feel like they need to they need to put more in here about like game integrity or something for leveling because they say that it's about illicit activities for real money trading, but that means GDKPs would be in their their target as well too, <laughs> but they're not. So I don't understand. Like, they don't offer what, an alternative to GDKPs. Well, that's because that's what all the devs do is GDKPs. Yeah, like it doesn't. The philosophy <laughs> yeah, I don't right. think is adding up a hundred percent here. Yeah. Um, I, so, but I mean it. I think it's okay because I do think that like the paid bot, I mean, a lot there, their boosts run by boss, there's boosts run by, uh, you know, the real money traders a lot. So I, I don't have a problem with them trying to reduce those. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, they're adding the 50% boost so that, yeah, you know, it, it all kind of. <laughs> the thing that I'm out. excited about is just not seeing it spammed in every chat. You know what I mean? They'll figure yeah. something out, I'm sure. You know, <laughs> you know what might happen? Um, this developed in one of the retail expansions. They did the same thing where like a high level will cut the low levels XP. And what people ended up doing is getting appropriate level um, characters and they would like twink them out beyond belief. So you're a lower level character twinking PVE instances to carry people. So I'd that might be that like, though. Pop and it's neat. And yeah, they would turn yeah. off X and they would turn off yeah, yeah. experience because that's something you could do in Wrath. Yeah. Yeah. See, that that I, would I, be actually kind of more interesting, honestly. I think so too. I kind of, I kind of, uh, really have been wanting them to do something like this for a while, because like I understand, you know, it is cool to like you know have a higher level character and no matter what class it is, be able to help out friends. But I think, um, you know, it was a good when they whenever they did this in retail, when they whenever they made it, you know, you had a bigger, uh, drastic, um, you know you know, they, they lost a lot of XP, the higher the level. This is something that I, you know, like, why wouldn't they just do this a long time ago? But I think the idea of someone coming in like boosted out the ass with like, <laughs> you know, that's only like maybe like a lot of 10 level difference, right? Or something like that. And it can do pretty much the same thing that a level 60 or 70 mage could do. I think that's so much cooler than someone just getting to level cap, you know, putting very little work in there, maybe even just buying a boost and then going in there and helping them level their friends or something like that. Right. Yeah, I mean, that, like I was getting more don boosts from dudes in greens, like, like, yeah, like mostly greens. Yeah. Well, with the well, snare changes, though, there, no one's going to be able to do this stuff. Maybe paladin or something, but mages won't be able to to do anything yeah. at their same that's level what, anymore. That's what a lot of people are complaining about: is paladins are still going to be able to do the the yep. the raw gold farms because mm. they just take all of the hits. It does. It, it, like if they wanted to stop paladins from doing it too, mobs after a certain amount of time would start hitting harder too. Yeah, well, I I think it's fine. Mm. I think paladins and wrath do need a little bit of a boost. They don't. They oh don't yeah, they're, they're so horrible. They're, they're just yeah, they, not they, they, they a they good really class. I like your idea, Bob. Anywhere. I like your idea, Bob. I think, uh, but the only problem is like. Uh, the only problem is with that. I know so many people that were legitimate players that actually that was their only way of getting gold was like running dungeons on their paladin, you know. 
I, so, mean, that's, I make a lot of yeah. gold uh, doing yeah. like, you know, strat and stuff on my hunter. Like I, I've never yeah. bought gold. I can say that honestly. I've never bought gold. Yes. Yeah, hopefully Meldron gives me his gold when he, uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift. It's not, you're not yeah, buying it's it. It's a gift. Exactly. But, um, you know, like I used to uh, do runs on my hunter. I do uh, strat. Uh, I'm sorry, Skolo for dark runes. I would give them to my priest and then whatever I didn't have, I would sell in the auction house and didn't make a lot of gold doing that, but I made, you know, enough <laughs> to pay for my, uh, my gems and my enchants. Dude, I, I honestly, the- I've been forced to do, I'm uh, sorry, I've been forced to do dailies a bunch because uh, I've been getting mounts. Uh, I've been trying to get that revved up for Wrath. It's when you actually look into it, like the dailies are giving you, you know, a few hundred gold a day, right? But oh yeah, that's not all you're getting. I'm getting so many greens, so much cloth that I then turn into greens that I I disenchant everything. I'm getting rare drops. I'm getting all kinds of stuff that end up. I end up making double what I did in quest rewards in just the things that drop. And like you kill everything so fast now. Like, but that's off topic. But it's just like if you really look into it, you make a ton of gold doing dailies. Yeah, the Isle, the, just real quick, like the Isle of Qualdenad dailies, I remember doing them back in the day too. Like you make so much gold because there's, especially the ones on the island, not the mm-hmm. ones that you have to go around Outland, they're annoying, but the ones on the island, you can do them on all your alts. You can in do like a so half quick. an hour. Yeah. I got like four uh, epics already. I got like two epic patterns. I got epic healing pants, all this stuff. And then all the disenchant mats that I get too, like all the, you know, it's 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 a lot of gold. I mean, you make somewhere between five and 600 gold, like, you know, with like maybe more than that with two characters probably like yep. seven yeah between like six and seven hundred yeah. gold between two characters it's pretty good i, I, I think like an hour play time mm-hmm. oh they're they're definitely worth it the ones on the island at least yeah yeah the ones on the island are great i've been forced to do the ones that have been a little bit more annoying to get yeah. the nether the drake and all that yeah. but oh yeah but yeah so yeah i i i think overall it's a good thing i am kind of with yip that it's kind of a bummer that i can't like you know Boost somebody through something, but you know, you can still go in there like Zol for Rock. You know, you can run them through, and just all of those quests give a ton, you know. So it's you can still help your lower buddies, uh, with different things, but yeah, I just don't know if it's, I, I know that most of it is you're trying to combat gold inflation, but I just feel like you know, and I and I it's hard for me to say this because I, 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 I don't think the leveling process should ever be adulterated, but. If people don't want to do it, like they don't want to do it. I, I feel like it's it's why 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 are we fighting this? Right. And gold inflation is inevitable on any server. It's gonna happen. It's gonna well, happen. if they're not farming it that way, they'll farm it another way, right? And like, it's a like, little it's too like, yeah. late, right? Yeah. I, I think the issue is like people nowadays they just want to get to end game, right? And hey, whatever that is, whether it's retail mentality, I personally love the leveling process. I love that it takes time and you earn your keep and all that stuff. But obviously no one else feels that way or a lot of very little people feel that way. I did so, though in vanilla, like I felt the same as you, but yeah. So after tired, I worked yeah, up a bunch of characters, yeah. now I'm like, yeah. okay, I want to just do this stuff in this expansion, you know, type yeah. of deal. Yeah, no, for sure. Like I, I, and I get that mentality too. Like I don't want to level another, ca- you know, it, I've already done the classic, the real one X, Vanilla well leveling experience like that was the hardest core leveling experience. Why do I have to do it again? And I get it. I know how to play my character or I know how to play this class already. So, you know, I don't know if it's I feel like the I feel like they're uh, Blizzard's actually going with a minority here. Mm. Usually they go with the majority, right? I think the majority of players don't want to spend time leveling. Yeah, and so I think it's, it's, yeah. 
a lot of people enjoy getting boosted. Like, so yeah. I, th- I think there are going to be a lot of people a little upset with the um, change, to be honest. Yeah, I, think I think there's more that are upset think, than not. Yeah, Yip hit, hit the nail on the head. It's just because they're taking money. They're taking money away from Bliss. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they're doing it. I think. And people always want to take the path of least resistance, right? So, like the yeah. easiest part is always going to be like the most common thing. Even though a lot of people will say they don't like it, they're still they. I mean, how many people do we know bought a boost even though they didn't agree with it, right? Because it was just easier to do. hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can't blame them yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah, I didn't want it, but I bought it. I'm going to park my character in Mordon and I'm going to have somebody boost me, right? If it's not allowed, yeah. I'll go through Dude, the steps and I'll do it myself. Mel, right? but, Mel loved boosting so much because she just just loved going and looting everything. And she was like, and then she's like making her cloth stuff while like while we're getting boosted. She's just having a blast and giggling. Yeah, I like, have, I gotta make it fun. But now sounds like another Mel they, I know. But now they keep <laughs> they keep like all the boosters keep everything. You don't get to yeah. you don't get to Get anything. It's like, okay, guys. Def Camp, who has all the gold? <laughs> yeah, dude, okay. All right, all right. I, I just got to say, if you guys watch some of our earlier videos and we see why it would take us so long to level together, which I got to say, one of my favorite times together was when me, me and Melron would play together and do our hardcore stuff and whatever. But every 10 seconds, turn around, there he is, mining herbs, picking friggin' mining, mining herbs. herbs eh? like, yeah. yeah, mining herbs, uh, uh, herbing the mobs, you know? Skinning. skinning. The know, two oh Mel's God. are exactly the same, because I'm sitting yeah, there going, oh, let's dude. go, and she's like, but I got this herb over here. Yeah, it's like Mel, it's like Def Camp's like, we gotta move. I'm like, there's free yeah. gold on the ground. There's yeah. free gold on the ground. what he says. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, meanwhile, yeah. I got us killed because I run into a uh, pack yeah. of elites, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. My favorite is Bob finally when we're leveling and he's like do you even use that herb for anything anymore and i'm like no i put it in my bag for what i need it later this was even in hardcore i'm like we can't sell it oh i know do you really need it it's sorry there's a there's a little dot on my screen and i have to go to it there's no like it's just a compulsion i can't leave it there it really eats at me all right all right we haven't heard we haven't heard what you what you think about the no boozing because I, I know all I, well at least I know all of us Vargies have definitely taken a Mordon or some type of boost at some point. Like, do you feel this is a good thing or a bad thing? In principle, I like it. I mean, I just recently boosted a Paladin, and there's nothing, almost nothing, meets the feeling of like running a raid on one character while my Paladin's getting boosted in the background. Like the efficiency <laughs> levels that you're meeting is it's insane. But in principle, yeah, I do. I like the fact that they're getting rid of it, but they need to keep on top of it because I could see like something in wrath where one little evade spot resets the timer on the like snare or something like that. And like, yep. Blizzard's so slow to fix this type of stuff that it's, it's silly. Like they need it's to really stay on top yeah, of it if it's something they want to do. Guard's guard's so right. It, it's it's going to get min max some, somehow it's going to get figured out. It always yeah. does. I, I, that's, that's, that's something that I think we underestimate the community on sometimes is they will figure out a way around anything. Anything. It's like a challenge to them, right? It's yeah. like, oh, oh, you're not going to let us do that? Here, let me let me try to figure out how I can exploit Bro. your challenge <laughs> yeah. accepted. People flew out. People figured out how to literally fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, like ZG stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's the thing. Every time Blizzard tries to fix one problem, they create two more, and mm-hmm. that's just the fact of. Well, you guys remember when? You guys remember when boosting was dead when they put target caps in TVC? Or- Target cap. Say that again. Oh, 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 right. like AOE cap or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's yeah. yeah. things dead, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
immediately okay. enslaved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many rogues are enslaved pens right now? Five hundred. Like okay, yeah. <laughs> Farming yeah, stuff. Well, too, can they can they take pickpocket out of the game? Is, does it serve anything other than like uh, bots? Well, I mean, I have it. <sighs> I have it macroed into uh, every stealth opener that I have. It's just extra gold for me. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think people would ride if they took it out of the game. I think it's, it's such a cool little, yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe disable it in instances. I don't know. They could, it's like such an easy fix. That Disabling it in instances would be completely fine. I think. Listen, how many times were you guys running a low level dungeon, like leveling up and some stupid rogue tried to pickpocket and pulled like all the mobs and they vanished yeah. and everybody else died? Like, yep. come on. Yeah. Just like when I tried to, uh, mine sue something and it resisted and I pulled it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was cruel, wasn't it? No, that was Cedar who did that, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or it was, I don't know, maybe it was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to mind soothe Gruel and it just pulled. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, comes to running for Def Camp. Everyone is locked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, moving on to the next thing. This is it. This is interesting. But uh, so, on for anybody who doesn't know, on PV before on PVE servers, you could have both Horde or Al and Alliance characters on the same account. On PVP servers, you could not. You had to have either Horde or either Alliance. Now they've lifted that. You can now have both side characters on a PVP server. You could also transfer from a PVE server to a PVP server. So those two things have changed now. I don't know how I feel about this. It's kind of nice to be able to log on to a Horde character. Like, I've just always been on PvP servers and never experienced, like, what problems you're, this could bring up, maybe? So, Do you think they're doing this because everyone hates World PvP now? Well, <laughs> maybe. I think they're doing it, Maldoran, because they're going to be merging servers, and you might end up having two people on the same server anyway if they end up merging servers. The way they are. Yeah, that oh, that's a good point. part of it. That's yeah. a good point. Right. Because like, say you have that. say they merge uh, a server that I have a uh uh alliance paladin on and then they merge with, with Fairlina. Now I have like how are they gonna fix that? Right? I think that so they, yeah, they have to do this. I think that's probably why they're doing it, Dev. That's a good point. Well, I think this or was done in this was initially done in Wrath, I think the was first it? time. Was it? Was oh, it? Was it? So, yeah. I thought like, Kata. It might have been Kata, but by the time Wrath rolls around, the consequences of having both factions, like there's I don't think there's any world bosses in Wrath. Like it's a lot, it's just kind of uh, yeah okay that makes sense so yeah. i have a question for you guys that i ask my chat a lot um and it has to do with this right because one thing that i think that happened over time is like the servers have become so you know of a mess right and everything has become such a kind of cluster to where it is now that oftentimes i look at retail's version of how they just have like everything layered and sharded together as almost being better than what we currently have. And maybe they're trying to do something better with Wrath, but I almost feel like being able to just invite someone on another server to a group and do a dungeon with them is better than being on a server that's just pure Horde or better than being on a server that's just pure Alliance. So, like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that where yeah. we're at right now, I agree that that would be better, right? I think it's unfortunate that they've allowed it to get to where it's at right now. But based on the current status quo of servers, except for like two, I think there's two servers that are minimally balanced and the rest of them are mega servers and nobody's going to go from 
benediction to Farolina, right? Mm-hmm. Like nobody's going to be that guild that's like, yeah, let's go to the all horde server. That sounds like a magnificent idea. Like, I mean, if I could, it's definitely not optimal for me. I really like being able to have actual enemies on the other side and see them, yeah. you know, in our, our farm spots we do normally. And like, if there were horde, you know, on benediction, I would have definitely made a few enemies and maybe a few allies while I got my, the two weeks it took me to get my nether drink, you know, like, but like, it just kind of cheapens it when it's someone you're probably never going to see again. But I guess I would rather have, you know, some, some, some world PVP than none, I guess, you know, like, so it would it'd probably be the only way it would work without them actually doing a lot of work to keep the, the um, servers like equal. And they're not going to do that work anyhow. So yeah, I don't know. I've kind of yeah, been beat just down. Servers like, not even matter, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I've been beat down so hard now. <laughs> like, it's just like, okay. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it did come at the end of wrath. So, um, it's not really that surprising that this would happen now anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are following, like, it's pretty funny to follow the the same issues that we all ran into that turned the game into retail. And it's like, yeah. it, a lot of yep. the retail, a lot of the retail decisions are smart to fix the problems that they have. Uh, like war mode uh, is a right. good way to fix the fact that there are no, <laughs> like there's just right. no actual world PVP and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it just is what it is. They're just trying to get people to to play and be able to do content. Plus, it'll be fun on our mega server. We can all make a horde guild and try to win Wintergrasp. And oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, Gunt has already started that. It's a yeah. uh, horde var or something. Horde var. Yeah. <laughs> what if our servers become uh, one and we can uh, attack <laughs> yeah, each other each on other. how crazy would that be? Yeah. That would be cool. That's a, another thing about cross server play. Now, this is, you know, it's probably not for, like, something that that everybody would do, but, like, doing this podcast, I've met so many people. Now, luckily, a lot of the alliance that I have met are on Benediction. I'm getting to play with them. Like, I got to do our, our arena the other day with Zy, with, with Zy Reed, you know, but it would be cool to play with everybody that I meet on the podcast, you know? Whether yeah, it be dude. to fight each other or team up, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I, I think one of the most fun things that I remember about private servers and even when the beta came out is like being able to play with people from anywhere, being able to like, you know, I was playing with Costin uh, when he was back in the beta and playing with people from Europe and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that beta was, was fun. fun. Yeah, oh, it was so much fun. Yeah, I got to play with Josh Corvette and yep, Mad yep. Season and freaking yeah. Willie. And like, that was such a good time. Yeah, they were great. Well, all right. Well, it's that change is, is um, happening. So on to the next piece of news. Um, we had been told. Uh, yeah. OK, so we had been told that we were going to see a pre-nerf and a post-nerf version of Sunwell. But uh, Brian Brian Birmingham, uh, l- lead of WoW Classic, um, tweeted out that they have no current plans for post-nerf Sunwell. So it might not be coming until 
Like he even said, it might not come at all. He even said the only thing planned at the moment is the pre-patch nerf. Like he kind of said that in a weird way. Sorry. Yeah, so talk about nerf, correct, yeah they, they're only they're only going to nerf Sunwell at pre-patch. I believe that is the case. I think that that just means pre-patch is going to happen well, uh, and he kind relatively of, soon. <laughs> well, and he kind of said, like, if you read into it, it might he might be saying they're not nerfing it at all. Just the pre-patch is going to nerf it because of different yes. talents. So we mm. might not even see the lower boss health and all that stuff. No, no, you absolutely would see that because you that's do? in pre-patch. Oh, any nerf, okay. Any nerf will come with pre-patch because that's on the patch. That, is already. that when they? Okay, okay. Like any anything that happens before two point four, or sorry, wait, what is the patch for? You're right. You're right. I get exactly like what you're saying now. Yeah. Well, we're not gonna be playing on three point We're gonna be oh, playing right, on right. the future patch. Anything that happens in the world gets retroactively applied. Yep. It's happened with like every patch we've seen is that there's all these weird things in the game because they just take a patch and then they put it in the game. That's why we had like the uh, meta gems that shouldn't have been in the game because they launched a 2.4 yeah. patch on a uh, on a Karazhan. <laughs> that way, like with only Karazhan should be out. So, um, well, yeah. Remember when the I think when the TVC pre-patch came out, we only had like what two weeks of that, right? It was like very short. Yeah, I would would, would you guys feel like better about having like maybe like two months of pre-patch instead of like two weeks? I think yeah, that would be pretty I cool. I think yeah, I think I'm hoping it'll be like six weeks because I think that that's a good yeah uh, six a good amount of time. But um, I don't know. Two months might be too long, but at the same time, I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, two two weeks was definitely too short, but def. They have said, I think we're looking at a month long pre-patch. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, I think well, with all the things they're inputting too, right? Yeah. They're doing the XP boost. They're doing the fresh wrath servers. Like, I think that they have to give more time to make it so that people want to go to the next, like want to join in and pre-patch and have enough time to get to where they want to be to enjoy wrath. It's going to be super cool to see DKs just destroy all the content. <laughs> the bc content it's gonna oh, be pretty yeah. cool yeah it's gonna be interesting uh but they definitely need enough time for people to level up and stuff and i mean i guess we'll have 50 percent faster xp but uh i also want a break so a long pre-patch is nice i don't want to feel like as soon as pre-patch hits i have to be back immediately you know it'd be nice if there's a four or five week pre-patch you can take a week off two weeks off then come in level your character get some gear right uh Absolutely. Yeah, or yeah. I mean, you some know, of us have been playing nonstop. <laughs> or yeah. yeah, just have time because I know a lot of us are playing to switch mains, you know. Yeah. And lo lo lots of the gear doesn't super matter, but there are pieces in Sunwell that will be that will matter to certain classes and stuff. Like, be nice to be able to get some of that stuff for your new character during I mean, the, the pre-patch too. If you're in communal gear, you know, you're going to at least want time to get out of communal gear. Uh, or whatever they give you when you uh, when you boost. And if you're playing like a tank like me, I'm going to want a full set of at least Karazhan plus <laughs> gear. I'm not yeah. going to want to roll in with with whatever greens you have or whatever you can get from quest. So, um, yeah, I mean, they do need a hearty amount of time and pre-patch will probably be fun. We want to take advantage of it in vanilla as well, too. But it was so short that it was like, why are we going to go back to Nax Ramus? We've been raiding it nonstop. Or yeah. it'd be like a meme run of Nax. Well, it just I didn't was, make sense. I was dying too to see FJ's damage 
at level 60 with the new talents. Like, because like locks had been so bad and the talents changed so much. I was dying to just see just what classes were on top in Nax in pre patch. And I just never got to really see that. But yeah. Yeah. And you think a lot changed back then, like so much more is changing now from BC to Wrath. Like so like, I mean, just the way like healing is done on so many classes, you know, uh, absorb and like, you know, the tanking uh, style, like, you know, tanks are so much stronger. And dude, yeah, kid, it's I, amazing. We did a show with Winky and Hamster Wheel uh, episode 99, and I went through all of the patch notes of uh, Wrath, just looking for stuff to change that I thought was mm-hmm. interesting. but. N- not a lot of people were talking about it. I was going through the class changes, each patch. I mean, there was like 15 to 25 changes to each class, oh, each yeah. patch. Like, it was out of this world. I was just yep. like, oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. And even the little things that don't sound that big, like Shadow Priest dots being able to crit, like are, are huge. You know what I mean? Like, like just massive things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the smart heal, like like prayer of healing being able to use outside of groups and circle of healing become more of a smart heal can, can go across groups. Uh, you know, like just the, the little things that don't sound that big are actually like massive, too. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So. All right, well, I kind of put this out of order. I think before we talk about five, we need to just say number seven. So the Wrath of the Lich King beta has gone live. Um, it's uh, It seems like a pretty small group so far, um, but I guess a bunch more invites went out. Um, so I guess there's quite a few more people on it. But uh, yeah, uh, did any of you get in yet? I haven't actually checked today if I got it. No. Uh, so I haven't checked today either. So from what I understand, um, there was a group of so there there was like a you know wave that went in, and then there were a certain like you know application I think process that went on for some people, and a lot of people, including myself, missed that application process. <laughs> um, so I, I wasn't able to do it until later, and I think a lot of people did as well. So they're saying that they're going to be uh, rolling out a bunch new uh invites soon and you know hopefully within the next week or so uh there'll be more invites but from what i heard it's still very uh empty on the on the on the uh beta it's still not a lot of people there yeah so, i remember stay yeah. safe was like was like we're gonna try to two-man this uh dungeon because it's the yeah. only other person online yeah seriously, <laughs> that's, it, it is very so i think right now I think there's still a lot of um, bugs on the beta from what I've heard. There's still a lot that they need to work on. So I think that they have a very small sample size there to just try to, you know, see what's going on. Because when they first start a beta, when you have too many people there, right, they want to make sure they get the really, um, you know, like bug, like the big bugs first, right? So they need a small sample size to have there. Obviously, they want to do some promotion as well, uh, which is weird that they didn't, you know, I don't think Asmongold or like, you know, Ezfan were invited, but... um, Really? I'm sure. I, I I don't know. I don't know if I, I haven't seen Asmongold play the beta. So maybe they were. Maybe I think As, I think it. I saw Asmund play it. He was playing it on his other account, Zach Rar. Oh, okay. So there you go. Yeah. So you know, I think they obviously want to make sure that a lot of people are being able to see it too, right? So they want to put it out to people as well. But I think right now, you know, like any beta, there's a lot of you know bugs and stuff they want to get through, and then I'm sure the invites will start coming out well, more and more over time. What's What's funny is I've watched a few people. They're doing a like guide MMO, 
he's like doing a real good job. At least like at least in his videos, he's showing that he's reporting a lot of bugs, you know, and stuff like that. Um, but it's like I had a friend who was watching. It's a big retail guy. I forget his name. But he was just raging while he was watching him because the guy wasn't reporting anything. And like, mm. it's like, why is this guy? He doesn't even play classic. Why is he in here? He was, yeah. I was like, I don't know, man. I'm not going to get mad about it. Though. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's I mean, we were lucky. We got invited uh, pretty early on in the classic and the BC ones. But, yep. you know, you guess you guess, you know, you're not going to get all three. But, you know, I'm just I'm really excited to get in there eventually. But um, the thing is, right, the most the most like. um. The, like the most concerning thing to me is like you know getting in there and like looking for bugs and stuff like i think that's fun too i think we found a lot of stuff in the original classic beta and the dvc beta fk found um, a lot of floating plants <laughs> yes i found a lot of floating plants. i found a lot of mobs inside trees um, Dude, i just like it yeah. like i remember like going in and chat just keeps asking you to try different things you're like oh i didn't even think about trying to test that yeah. and you just go into yeah. testing a bunch of stuff and it's that part is cool. That part is fun because there's so much that changes, right? I, I honestly, I think I know why I didn't get invited in the beginning because, um, Meldon, do you remember my paragraphs of bug reports that I was bro, send? bro, like so? I'd be, I'd be sitting there doing all this like shaman related fucking bug reporting. Like I was, it was, I treated it like a job, right? And Def Camp, which is fine, like he's playing it too, but differently, he's playing it like on stream. But he'll like find like a you know, a Arthur's tears like floating in the air and he'd be like, hey guys, it's Def Camp again. I just wanted to say that I was walking down the road and I saw this Arthur's tears like floating above the ground. Thank you so much for all your hard work. Bye. Like, Bro. First of all, like, that's not really, I mean like, yeah, it's important, but it's not that important. Like just don't, don't report that. Like yeah. just say like, you know, plant in air. You know, like you know what I mean. It's just like, yeah. it's just like <laughs> and then I would, I would just like report the same thing so many times because, like, when Shadow where Death wasn't working correctly or Circle Healing wasn't working correctly, I'd be like, it's still not working. I still can't see the healing thing. I still can't see the, the floating combat text. I would report it like every day. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, this guy. <laughs> you're like oh, the guy. guy just you're listening. I promise. Tapping I won't someone be as on bad his shoulder. You just tapping him they on the just, shoulder. They just uh, blacklisted Death yeah. Camp after the fourth like report. They're like, never yeah. invite to beta again. It reminds me of Office Space, but uh, last time I did not receive a piece of cake. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh, I would like uh, a piece of cake this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's great. That's great. It was fun though. It was good fun. Yeah. All right. Well, so hopefully, hope, like hope. Hopefully some of us get in pretty soon, but uh, let's talk about some of the stuff that have, that's been seen so, so far. So, oh, the new group finder UI is out for wrath. Um, and the, like I've been, I've been watching a lot of the people and they haven't really been able to test it really good so far because there's just not enough people on, but it really like the, at least the graphics look a lot like random Dungeon Finder. Um, I mean, it's it's literally the group finder from retail, I think. Yeah, but... Okay, so, yes, I, I keep forgetting that that retail has a group finder on top of the Dungeon yeah, Finder. because they groups for everything, like world bosses, quests. Uh, you can find people for anything with the group finder in, in retail. Okay, okay. Which it looks like you can do for here as well, too, which is cool. Yeah, and uh, I did see it a... Uh, a, a video just today with Scotty J kind of pointing out the different things. You choose your roles. You could put a little note in there of, you know, 
what you can do. The notes kind of scare me because that could be used for, you know, boosting things and things of that nature or carries and things of that yeah. nature for RMT. But, uh, it, I mean, it looks like it functions. I guess you're, I guess like to be in it, you're going to have to like to even type in the looking for group channel. You're going to have to be in this. Be actually queued in this group finder. I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts on this group finder thing? I, it, yeah, so it sounds to me like it's very, very like like the upset similar to what, it, what they had on retail on retail, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's exactly the same. You you list your group for anything, and then people apply, and you accept them into your group if you want them. Yeah, I remember that. There, there won't be an eye level there to tell you if you want them or not. But <laughs> I mean, maybe there will be. So oh, yeah, I remember they, yeah, they work pretty well. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I mean they're good. They're 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 used every day, but. Uh, I mean, this will be a little bit different because those are cross server. I'm assuming this is obviously not going to be. Um, so it will function a little bit differently because like the, the group finder is is the same thing as like looking for dungeon practically <laughs> in, right. uh, so, in, in retail. But uh, the only so, thing uh, that won't happen. Yeah, I'm totally like lost. I don't really read the news anymore. So they got rid of the teleport you to dungeon thing. Yeah. yeah, they're not gonna let. Oh no, yeah, they oh. have that in retail. They have it. In no, retail. no, no, no. I don't care about retail. I'm talking oh, about. Yeah, they're yeah. not oh, doing shit. it in plastic. Yeah. yeah, you you were supposed oh, to come on man. for for Thank the episode. God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and and it's not cross server. It's not cross server. No. Fuck yeah, dude. Bro, that is <laughs> awesome. For all this news, <laughs> I don't, dude. I, I checked out like two months ago. Well, I know, I know. It turned out a lot of people were upset about that. Of course I, they are. Of course they are. They don't want to walk to the dungeon. They don't want well, to fly to the dungeon. Well, like, remember me? I like, I I wanted it. I just didn't want it cross-server. Remember, that was always yeah, my yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. But now I kind of, like, just don't get... I don't That's get it now, you know? <laughs> I like the position. Dead servers? <laughs> Let's not make it not cross-server. That is a horrible... Well, remember, I changed it to, like, a short time before it would let you, you know... So you'd most likely be on your own server, if if you're on a big server. Not your dead yeah. server. Wait, they don't have dead... They, they, I thought dead servers are gone. They're still yeah, dead they're servers. Yeah, they're getting rid of them. Well, they, they, yeah. they will be gone. Yeah, yeah, they're getting rid of them August 9th, like, completely enforcing anybody still on there to merge into un to another server. That's a piece of news that's been out for a couple of weeks. Farewell, servers. Well I'm, I'm glad we have something because it like even with looking for group bulletin board, especially on Benediction, it is hard to parse through. Huh. Just like I mean it's just so many different ways that people say they're looking for something. And have to read the whole thing. Like it will be kind of nice just to be like, okay, this group's almost ready to go. I can just tank for them real quick. Like request invite. Like it is kind of nice to streamline that. And in dual spec will make it even better because you can be like, if you're a paladin, you can queue for tank or healer, and then just press a button. Yeah. Instead of having to go back and respecing. Yes. Yeah, so. It's and and I and I do like that it's still that it's still same same server and I mean the dead servers you know it's a bummer if you're on a dead side of a server but yeah should have joined the mega server what are you doing <laughs> that's the only way to play yeah. WoW I'm just glad you have to travel to the dungeon man that's 
I know I, I'm an old fogey man. I, I the dungeon exists in a place, and I think you should go to it. Yeah, I don't Do even you know. know I don't even know where the dungeons are in Cataclysm. Because, like, I just oh, always like, queued. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember the one that was, like, under in Deep Home? That was a... Uh, I don't remember it, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I just queued. Like, I definitely want to go under the sea to go to my dungeon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> under the sea. <laughs> That'll be fun to ride up on my seahorse and yeah. ride over to the dungeon. Although, again. just on a side note, Yip... We're still wait like Grobulus is still fifty fifty. Like it's unbelievable. It's a freaking like it's a freaking e, it's a a, e, a unicorn. Because even even Fire Maw is off balance now. Uh, uh, off balance sixty forty. Like Grobulus is just weird. I'm very proud of them. It's cool though, man. I, yeah, I have cool. a lot of people that I know that play over there and they were always asking us to go over there and some part of me wish I really did because it sounds like they have a lot it, of fun. It sounds like they're having those. a blast right now. I don't know how long it'll last. Yeah. Nothing lasts I mean, we forever. definitely would have done that if it didn't cost our guild <laughs> thousands of dollars to switch servers. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been an option, but uh, nope. No free um, server transfers for us. Harshgar, do you have any thoughts on the... Uh, the group, uh, the group finder. I know you've played a lot yeah, of. Yeah, Harsker is the only retail player. Harsker's main game is retail. Um, yeah, it's really cool, and I think they added something that retail doesn't have in this classic one. So in retail, you post your dungeon group, and then people queue up for it, and you get to select from the people that queued up. But I think in this new one, you can just flag yourself as like an eligible person, and then they'll come and find you. So you can just like. I want to do Utgard Pinnacle and then go do your dailies and some group will pick you up. So it's almost like the Dungeon oh, Finder. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. think that's like a new feature in the classic. Okay, one. that, yeah, that is really nice. I didn't, I thought that that was in retail, but yeah. Because no, that's, yeah, that's, that's the, that's the whole beauty of queuing. It's like, you don't have to sit there and just watch the chat yeah. and be like, Ooh, okay, quick, quick, quick. Do you need a, a full shit? Okay. Uh, oh, next, you know, like you don't have to keep doing yeah. that that type of deal you could actually be doing other tasks while waiting for somebody who's actually going to put the get you know the group together because there's a certain type of person you know that puts groups together and i don't think it's the majority <laughs> like it's it's not it's definitely not yeah it's usually yeah it's usually someone you know motivated for a certain item oh put this on reserve or you yep. know or it's someone that it just has that personality yeah yeah as a quick as a quick doomer note uh, to all you looking for dungeon haters, uh, I know you guys thought looking for dungeon was toxic, but wait till you queue up for this and everyone just looks you up on logs or looks up what you are on an armory to see if your gear is worth. Uh, I, dude, I do that's kind literally of literally all that's going to happen. I do <laughs> no, kind right of, that. I do kind of. I wish we had armory. I really liked the armory. I've, I've I mean, we do have armory apps it's like there are logs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I loved the, the like phone app and being able to look at my gear while I was out and be like, oh yeah, and then look at that other people's cool. gear and be like, oh yeah, what did you get that? Like, yeah, you can see it on Warcraft logs, but it's not as, it's not as, I don't know, it's not as cool as the, uh, as it was on the armory the armory was just kind of neat but but you're but you're right you, you're gonna get looked yeah, up they should they should streamline this process so you can just right click look at achievements on people so that way you can make sure they have a or, or just like search so like right click search warcraft logs <laughs> yeah, <right> -click, <laughs> <search> <laughs> you guys think oh new add-on really add 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to become really big again. Yeah. I think everyone's going to be like you, you you know, looking at everyone's gear score again, probably like even harder than, I mean, that's what they do. It was an original Roth. Okay. If you go to a GDKP, it's a little different, but if you go to like, I've done a bunch of, uh, SR, uh, uh, runs now. And like, you just meet in the, in the middle of chat and they check your, 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 um, gear before you're, you know, going to come. Like, it's like, meet at blah 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 for for gear check i forget the name of that floating thing Yeah, but the now they're going to do that for you for heroics <laughs> exactly that's, like that's what yeah. this boils down to for a heroic they're going to only take you especially because i imagine because we can't teleport to dungeons you're probably going to want to find a group of five that are going to run like a few of them or a lot of them uh and you're not going to bring you're not going to bring an alt or you're not going to bring a a new character or somebody who maybe doesn't have achievements or something. Uh, we'll see. I'll, I, I'll remain hopeful, but yeah, we have guilds I, to take care of that problem uh, for us. But uh, I think that this is going to become toxic. I guess it kind of depends on the pool, you know, like if you don't have enough geared players, like that's when you're going to start looking down, you know, be like, all right, we'll take this healer. Cause it's the best we can get at the moment or type of deal. But you might be right there. All right. I, mean, um, somebody who made, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. as somebody who makes these groups, uh, <laughs> I don't mind the gear score stuff at all. I love well, making yeah, that's my like, group are geared. I, I don't actually necessarily think it's like the worst thing in the world. Dude, the gear score. Yeah. So last last night they needed one more DPS for uh for for magisters uh heroic, and I was like, well, come uh, let me go, you know, res- respect my warrior real quick. And he's like, just come as PvP. Like, <laughs> so I'm just in there as like. You know, PvP arms, which is horrible damage in dungeons. So I guess, but that's also a guild run too, so I don't know. To be honest, I think gear score takes a little bit of the toxicity out of the actual group, right? Because if you invite somebody in and they're and then you find out they're really well geared and they're not pulling their weight and then you try to kick them and then you have to get somebody else, right? I feel like that's more toxic than just not inviting somebody who doesn't have gear. Yeah, I think, but the, I think for, for what Yip's thing, I think for like just for heroic, I think that like, you know, people don't have to be that geared for a heroic. That's right. Yeah. All, all I know is that it, Link achievement is not something people fondly in, remember having to <laughs> only be able to get into yeah. things that you've done before yeah. and stuff. Yeah, well, it t- totally depends on what side of history. If you have the achievement, it's great. <laughs> no, I I agree. I'm, just I'm talking about general philosophy, though. Yeah, I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be a decked out tank. I'm gonna get in any group I want. I'm gonna be selecting people I, I only want in there, and it's gonna be great for me. But when we talk about game philosophy, I think a lot of the things that people didn't like about LFD uh, is just gonna be present in this anyway. <laughs> it's gonna be like very similar. Uh, people are gonna be picky, and you're gonna need achievements and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it it is true that groups do run better that way it makes sense like you're never gonna be like let me try out someone on the lower <laughs> scale just to keep things fresh see well, how it goes what's uh what's so funny is there's 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 like add-ons that work completely great for like just leaking fake achievements oh yeah oh yeah so like you can like leak anything so unless there is an armory to look somebody up like Everybody's just gonna fake that out anyhow. Like, can I think you check someone else's achievements in game in Wrath. You can in retail now, right? You yeah, you like, have to like right click right, them. And check I think, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you right click them, I think so. Okay. 
But yeah, but yeah. I mean, it is it is cool. I mean, the current group finder UI is awful, and nobody uses it. People will actually use this. So yeah, I think you're right. I think people will use it, and especially if you have to like be in it just to use the looking for group channel. I guess people could go with their own channel, but I think this does think look fairly good, easy. It's a good happy medium between the people that were really against looking for dungeon and the people that really wanted looking for dungeon, right? Like this kind of serves a purpose that I think the people that were upset that we're not getting looking for dungeon can be happy about this. And the people that really didn't yeah. want the looking for dungeon and, and are killing dead servers. Killing dead servers is a major factor that makes us work better than yeah. if they just let things roll like it was in TBC and then release this, there'd be a lot of issues. But if servers are going to have a decent enough population at the beginning, I don't think it'll make a big difference. Everything will be like relatively clean on most servers. Yeah. All right. Well, so the next thing, um, I don't really know how much we really need to cover over this. It's like, so they have these new three, three pillars of game and the pillars are nurture and protect social ex ex experiences uh, approachable and familiar and then the world is the main character so like i don't know how to really summarize what they like the world is the main character they wanting i love that the, the last one i, really I don't that like it too said, is that the world is the main character yeah melderon and i've kind yeah. of said that before in our videos yeah but then, like, approachable and familiar, I don't know. What's approachable and familiar? Just the uh, design uh, like their, value. Yeah, any their design philosophy. Yeah. If they're going what to change feel items. Like you're coming back to something yeah. that you've seen before. Yeah, their idea is we're going to make changes, but the changes need to be approachable and familiar. Oh, they okay. need to still seem like they are within the... Uh, the Spirit game. of classic. World. I mean, yeah. my problem with this is it doesn't make sense. <laughs> if you're talking about a season of mastery, that's fine. But a lot of these design principles were already starting to get thrown out when Wrath was getting made. Like the world is the main character is cool, but you've started designing continents to be flown over and not looked at already. So it's mm -hmm. already like there's you're at a competing odds with each other. That's why I like LFD is because people at rat at the point in Wrath uh, already didn't care about this sort of stuff. Um, and that's sort yeah. of how I feel like with vanilla. People care about this stuff a lot with Wrath. Yeah. I think it's sort of like, I don't know if people care the same amount. Yeah, but the air and the clouds are part of the world. You I that's true. <laughs> So I'm I, oh sorry. Just, in my I'm head, in my head, stones, in my head, the atmosphere is the main character. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's, the, what's the nitrogen content of the atmosphere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I mean, I I like it. This is like a promising thing for them to say, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just. Can I throw out a theory for the characters that are, or the world's the main character? Yeah. <laughs> in uh, so in the retail versions of the game, again, <laughs> referring back to that, they uh. A giant complaint is that like your character is the main character and you're like fighting these intergalactic yeah, gods yeah. and like killing them and stuff. I th this does feel like a fork in the road where, I mean, there's no proof or anything for this, but it feels like Wrath, once Wrath's done, I think they're going to fork off from the retail timeline and maybe Ooh. Wrath is when you're going to get the Wrath, like uh, Wrath Plus or new expansions going in a different direction. Yeah, there's a lot I've of, heard a lot of those. Wrath Plus. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. This is like the preparation of, hey, we're going to start making changes and we're going to start doing it in a way that is classic like, but not, yeah. you know, to kind of, you know, really advancing the games. And I had never really thought about that, too. Like, 
Jordy came on the show and he writes for uh, for TV in in Hollywood. Um, oh, nice. And he so he he follows stories a lot. And he said, like, I like classic because, you know, I'm just one of the people. I'm not the main character, whereas in retail now you are the main character. I thought to myself, I like being the main character in, you know, in single player games, but I don't like it in MMOs, really. Yeah, I mean, the leveling, it's, it's like a weird diversion because I actually like the leveling experience for that reason they have a much more uh like put together story and retail when you're leveling because you are the main character but then after that it's so weird you're like wait i thought i was the admiral commander of all the alliance why who are all you people why are there ten thousand of us now yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, and this is something i've been i've been like talking about a lot too like uh when we're talking about on on i think bob last you know def talk that we had um Something that I was like really, really wanted to see is, you know, after Wrath was finished, uh, what you were saying, Hark, about like, you know, doing a uh, a game, like whether it be Classic Plus or whatever, like that has a lot of the elements. Because I, I said I loved Legion. Legion was a great expansion mechanic wise, like, you know, healing felt great. I love doing Mythic Plus, the, the Mythic content of the fights felt so awesome. But like you said, yep being in the uh like paladin order hall and everyone's got the ashbringer and everyone's got this you know they lost the element of like what it felt like of the world in classic and you had these you know really great mechanics and you had these these great functions in the game even though there were some systems that like you weren't the great like, you know the best like the artifact system and whatnot and the way some of the legendaries worked and how you got them but the thing was like the content felt challenging it felt good and if you can mix that kind of like good feeling of, of how the content felt with the reward system of classic with like not feeling like you're you're you know not you know you're actually getting rewarded for doing the content feeling like you're actually part of the world feeling like you can do something that isn't um so you know like i always said like maybe doing low level uh raids or something like that where you feel engaged earlier on than just getting to the end game if they could like mix those two together that concept of the world first with the classic and that classic style with like the functionality and the design and some of the um you know challenges that they had in like legion and you know in retail i think they would really have something like really special and really good there's yeah, a last hypothetical here i kind of want to challenge Harscare on what he thinks the world is the main yeah. character means uh, because in retail uh azeroth is actually a, a sleeping titan that's going to become like an actual titan so i'm thinking that they're actually just going to release battle for azeroth after wrath of the lich king because they want to the world is the main character and the memes you keep thinking that you're the main character we're gonna make azeroth uh yeah just uh, just trunky didn't get his right to the, the meat and potatoes <laughs> pfa right yeah let's just be a couple expansions behind but i was Already? gonna say th- these pillars seem like way too much work and effort to make a couple of tweaks to wrath don't they like it has to be yeah. something yeah I think. there ha- there yeah. has to be yeah. it I seems like, like they've come up stage for something bigger right well, and, and i think harskar is right that it's not just hey guys we've put so much effort into wrath for you guys just to go to cataclysm plus and all of this like i just don't know that like this would have been a great thing for them to do when classic came out right but i think they were on the no changes you know bandwagon and then there was some changes and now they're trying to get their mind around like okay what does the community really want because when we do no changes the community gets mad when we do some changes the community gets mad 
like, and just trying to figure yeah. out what is it that is the heart of where we're going with this. You know, when you said uh, order hall stuff, you made me think about something. Any guys reckon Morty fans? I have not watched it much. No. I've seen it. All right, so all right, so the class order hall reminds me of the Citadel of Ricks because oh, it's yeah. like because <laughs> it's like all these like transdimensional Ricks coming together, and it's like, oh, you have the Ashbringer too. Oh, you have the Ashbringer too. <laughs> like, the, like the only way you can actually make that work is that they're all like interdimensional paladins that like are the same yeah. paladin that are just in this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That have the same. <laughs> hey, I can see Blizzard going down that path. Yeah, though, so, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think if you guys, uh, if you got to watch Rick and Morty. It's really, really good. That's all I can say. I like it a lot. Yeah, I should probably. I've it's been on the list for so long now. It's just too so much to catch up on. You know. Yeah, he's been getting yeah. me to try to watch it. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think like, and I think Harskar's there's a streamer, isn't there? That's like been that keeps hinting that there's something big in the works for Wrath. What Towley or something? Towley, I think. Tally. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all because Wrath was the peak. I think all of us are feeling some sort of fatigue that's like, are we doing this forever? Are we like, do I just play this game, the old versions? I know what's coming out over and over again. <laughs> or like, they really are, to keep people, they really are going to need to like introduce better designed how we want it, new content. I think that's the way forward. Do you think yeah. maybe Season of Mastery scared the shit out of them? They thought they could just after wrath like hit the, like hit the button again and then they're like well maybe we can't you know like i'll, I'll tell you the truth right now was, if they bring out something after wrath that isn't cataclysm that's actually classic inspired i would actually try it just uh, even yeah. though I, same like yeah i, I, I don't say i would like it but i would definitely try it <laughs> i think season of yeah. master was a great experiment for them i think it told showed them what to do and what not to do and I really like I I and I'm putting like if I put I could put money on it. I would. I feel like maybe after this retail expansion and after Wrath, they're going to merge the two together instead of just having classic and you know, maybe they'll have, you know, forever classic realms that you can play, whatever. But I think they'll probably try to merge the two design philosophies and even the teams, right, together to try to create something that is um, you know vanilla inspired or classic inspired but still new right and i think that if they're smart they could do something really good with that and i think a lot of people who you know to try to bridge the gap between the classic player and the retail player and make a game for everyone right so that's be cool. really smart that's, to do yeah, that. yeah yeah i think it'd be cool but um just like we don't have a ton of time to like get into like we could get into this forever we probably will as as, as shows go on get into to like like more of this stuff because but there's just not going to be enough time to this episode but there's a ton of different changes and stuff we'll be talking about in the weeks to come but uh i did want to go over the nax will will receive buffs but all they've said so far is they're buffing health and damage of mobs and uh bosses which i feel like will just make it longer not really necessarily harder yeah. so this tells me they decided to go the easy route than than to design a heroic version of next that's all it tells me right like yeah. the heroic version of next would have been the, the best thing to do in my opinion but it takes way too much thinking and input this is just kind of like a happy medium in my opinion or maybe they, they just don't have time done. yeah maybe they just well, that's, what, that's what i mean this like this is a lot faster right this is a quicker way of getting to some change next because next was trust me def camp and i ran a guild in the beginning of next and we had the most ragtag group of people that were and we cleared it no problem yep. like 
<laughs> it's gonna get destroyed, dude. Like it's gonna if it doesn't get changed, dude. We had yeah. we yeah. had real life terror. friends yeah. that we ran yeah. a, that we ran a ten man with, and then we grouped with a with a another guild to run the twenty five bands every week. Yeah, and dude. Two of our guys that are ten man would get so drunk they would just stop, like even 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 moving, and we'd still finish next without him. Like Bob, we had a mage who would blizzard the boss. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. a target blizzard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and then he would run out of mana, right? Because yeah. like super quick, and he would. Just, and then he would just wand the boss the whole time. Yeah. Last, like, yeah. just wand it while like everyone else was. And it was pretty funny. And someone had said, "Who is this Mel? That word you hate." Who is this R word in this in this raid? Yeah. And uh, I said, hey, and, and he's not. He actually wasn't my brother. Obviously, Death Camp's my brother. <laughs> but I knew him, and I said, yo, dude, that's my brother. Like this is the only time he gets a chance to play like X Y. And I went into this whole thing, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I didn't know he was. I didn't know like because I, I was telling him he's you know he's a little different and. This is how he enjoys the play. And the guy gets so sorry. He just oh, gets that's sent hilarious. <laughs> in real life, the guy was just really bad. He's just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She made him feel too, like he yeah. was actually yeah, mentally disabled. Listen, his laptop <laughs> yeah. had nothing to do with him blizzarding a single target. That was not no. his laptop. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, so, I mean, Jip, do you have any thoughts on this? Like, will it actually make it better or harder? No, it's stupid and dumb. I don't. I personally am in the crowd that says just leave it. I don't care. Make Nax a two month phase. Get it over with. Yeah. Let me level. I'm all same way. Time. Yeah. Like as long as as long as we can complete it in our guild in like two and a half hours in one night, I don't care. But if this makes it lo so long that like we have to two night this nonsense, I'm going to be like upset <laughs> during this time because we've already done Nax. Nax was super easy so people could see it. I've yeah. already seen it. And we I, I we want to see a like, lot of it again. Yeah, if we want a challenge, we want to try to work on downing uh, you know, three drakes while it's, you know, you know, that mm. phase, you know, like so I, I I mean, I don't I just feel like the entry level one should be easy. People are saying that it's way easier than Kara was at the start. Yeah, but it might still it be super easy. With this buff, yeah. it could be that it's the easiness that I want it to be still. Yeah. And it, it just would have been like really dumb <laughs> if <laughs> yeah. they, if they don't do this, but I don't have a frame of reference. So for me, like a, a under three hour, one night of Max Ramis is my ideal. I want to be running like multiple raids. I want to get different characters up during this kind of beginning time. And there's going to be like a lot of heroics to do and stuff. So I just don't want to be spending a lot of time in Nax again. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard for me to really think about it because during next phase one, I mean, I don't really know how really hard it was because we were doing it with so many just bad <laughs> players, right? And like Mel and I then went on to, you know, the next phase, Olduar, we, you know, we joined a, well, towards the end of phase one, we joined like a really good guild. And then like, that was very different, you know? And so like, I don't really even truly know how easy next was just because of that. Yeah, look at it this way. Like, like we had this, we had we had some good people in that guild we had, right? And one of the death knights we had was like super, super good. His DPS was like unbelievable. Dude, ours and, too. It was today, like double. It was like double yeah. mine. And mine was second. But, <laughs> yeah. But today, that that if if that person was unaltered moving into today, they'd be considered a bad player, right? Like, or just so average. Just, yeah, or average. So just think about how much more damage is gonna go out. Like it's gonna be insane, dude, compared to first time people went into it because for, for most people 
for 99% of the WoW community, that was the first time they ever set foot in X was yep. in Wrath. So, you know, it, yeah. So I, I think something had to be done, but I also agree with Yip. This is a really good point. Like, if it becomes, like, painstakingly painful now instead of, like, fun, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it should be should be fine either way, and hopefully a short phase. <laughs> Any thoughts, uh, uh, Jack? Oscar? Super doesn't do anything for me. I'm just accepted <laughs> that phase one is sorting out what players are probably going to last because phase the first phase of every expansion is always the big turnover and uh, leveling mm. alts. So yeah, I can take it or leave it. Doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, would like would you have been kind of excited if there if there was a heroic or just I really personally like the Olduar way of turning hard modes on in each boss by doing certain things. I think it's like, is more, it's cooler in the world rather than just clicking heroic or, you know, whatever yeah. you like, you know, everybody going into, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, member and everybody's like, don't touch the red button. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I always thought that was a really cool design philosophy, Bob, and I'm, I'm sad they moved away from it. Yeah. yeah I like it a lot. I like yeah. it a lot. It definitely could have worked on it and made it something really interesting where it could have, you know, done something in the middle of the fight to engage hard mode and, you know, like, yeah, same, like in future in future expansions and later raids and wrath. I think that could have been really cool. Yeah, that's so too. Okay. Well, uh, any other thoughts on that before we move on to the last little piece here? Okay. So the next piece, I'll just be straight up. I think this is really cool. So they're changing emblems in wrath okay so throughout wrath you got a new emblem every raid tier um and it was got really kind of confusing around the toc time especially like toc the gearing process was really weird i i i remember absolutely hating it but uh they're basically just going to make it there's two emblems for the entire patch and uh, all old content and her and heroics will drop the emblem of um, valor. No, it's the emblem of just the the like lower tier emblem. And then all the current uh, raids for that for that raid tier will will drop the big emblems, even mm. ten mans. So the ten mans you'll be able to buy. With the emblems you get from Ten Man's, you'll be able to buy the point five raid tier gear. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of a cool change. And then as it goes on, that what that means is you'll be able to buy the current lower tier gear each each phase with the uh, with the emblems that drop from heroics because it'll keep changing. The like when you move over the gear that did cost the. Uh, you know, the, I'm not explaining this well. The gear that's so, so here, I think I have a way of explaining it. So, yeah, if Trial help of the Crusader, so if Trial of the Crusader is out, you can go to Heroics, get emblems to buy Old War gear. Yes, that's okay. pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that. I, yeah, I think it'll keep. I think it'll keep Heroics viable longer. Yeah, it I will. think what's really but, but, cool in TBC right now is the fact that you can do Kara. You can do ZA just to get a bunch of badge to get the really good badge gear that's out right now. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? To keep I like stuff that relevant. Too. Right. Yeah. So my my question is I don't so I have one question about this. Say you're running 10 man TOC 
right? It drops the current badge. What stops you from buying higher level, higher item level than 10 man gear from the current patch, the current raid? Nothing. That's the whole thing. You'll, 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 you're the, the stuff that drops in They're They're keeping it to where the stuff they thought about changing it to where the same gear dropped to both 10 and 25, but they decided not to do that, but they did decide the same high level badges drop from both of them. So you will oh, okay. be able to buy the, the 25 man gear with the badges you get in current 10 man. Yeah. Uh, and that's only like badges. offset pieces, right? Or wait, forget. What is that? That's like offset stuff, like, right? I think you buy two tier pieces. I think it's tier. Oh, wow. Okay. Two tier. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I think you can buy all tier, right? Like it's just a, it's just a lot of them. Like Lower. I thought it was like a different version. <laughs> It no, might no, be. It is. There's different. There's different tiers for different. Like ten man has a different tier. Yeah, we. Yeah, we've got yeah. seven and tier seven and tier seven point five and tier eight and tier eight point five. Yeah, slightly yeah. color change. Like they look different too. A little bit different. Like visually, yeah. just color differences. Yeah. And they're, and they're heroic when heroic comes out. There's heroic, right? That's what I meant with heroic. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I mean there's like there's a third level, right? Isn't there? Like there's seven. No, no, 7. it's just heroic and normal. I think. Yeah. Okay, so no, there's definitely there is a heroic version, but who knows what they're gonna yeah. do with that? Yeah, yeah, so like, that's why it was so confusing back in the yeah, when ICC days. came out. There was like when ICC came out, there was three different tiers, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think there was just two. I don't no. remember, but I didn't like, play ICC. Said heroic on it. Remember that, Matt? Yeah, there was heroic and not heroic here, but then there's 10, 10 man. man. No, I think it was just 10 man gear. I think you just got less gear from 10 man, right? It was not as much. I, gear drops I thought it was like more that. gear drops. But I yeah, could be wrong. dropped in 25, man. I think it was the same gear. I don't know if there were certain, I don't remember if there was only certain pieces that dropped in heroic, but I remember that the tier sets. So there was normal tier and then there was heroic tier. You know? I distinctly remember, maybe they changed it during the cars, but I distinctly remember Nax. The 10 man tier gear for TK was a different color than the 25 man tier gear. See, like where I was it, during TOC, Meldorod, is where you were yeah. for the past two months. I was checked out, man. I was like not really paying attention yeah. to a lot of stuff. Yeah, if you look up right now, because there was no heroic in original Wrath Nax, right? If you look up right now, there was a tier seven and a tier seven point five, and they were different colors. Yeah, those right, were the difference we'll between ten for, and twenty-five yeah. and in Nax. We just right. don't know what it was right. in TOC. For, for ICC though, it was different about I think once TOC oh, okay. came out, then it just became normal and heroic. No normal heroic. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. So, okay. So I can tell you guys for sure in uh ICC there was a ten man tier and then there was a better twenty five man tier. And then when you ran heroic, some items would drop on the bosses that you could turn in to upgrade your twenty five man tier into That's a heroic right. question. Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So there is three tiers yeah. then in ICC. Yeah. Okay. And that yeah. that might have been it. Was that in TOC also? I can't. I really can't remember because that's when Hero came out, right? Yeah, that is definitely when it came out. Yeah, but yeah, I thought the system there. was a little bit different. But yeah, because you bought yeah. all the tier outside, it was strange. Yep. Yeah, it was really strange. Was oh yeah, like, you bought it right outside. Yeah, yeah. TOC is when the first heroic raids came out, though, right? Because there was, yes, there was yes, 10 yes. Man, 25 men for Nax and Alduar. There was only hard, there was hard mode in Alduar. Yeah. But then TOC was when yeah, there was a lot of changes in Wrath that, you know, happened from each, yeah, yeah, from each raid. But I mean, the coolest thing in Wrath, we can all agree, is the new mechanic jousting. It was, yes. <laughs> I hated jousting so oh much. Oh my God, dude. I love doing those. Did you like I love those? The music. I, I didn't like the joust. I love the music there, though, man. 
I did. I, I did I, think I enjoyed the, doing it, those dailies. Those actually. were kind of neat how they opened stuff up. I just didn't. I didn't like the gear and the rest of the stuff. But yeah, I I, I do have fond memories of doing the dailies there as a uh, paladin. That's that's when I started leveling my paladin up and stuff. Yeah, it was fun. But this is a change I do like. So I don't know if that's anybody have any last thing before we talk about just the very last thing, number eight. Just uh, theory wise, anybody? No. Okay, so this one kind of jumped out at me, and I was talking to some guildies this this week, and I hadn't heard this, but they uh, they announced that the new World of Warcraft retail ex- expansion will be releasing this year, and so that kind of like now, I do believe it could possibly be. You know, really soon for um, Wrath, even as early as, you know, like August. Wait, no, <laughs> no, whatever. If the uh, is already whatever nine is. August pre patch, I think, makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then September re release, because that would still be in quarter three, right? Yeah. So I think that that something like that makes sense. I mean, they also, though, if you recall, did not mind at all overlapping like Shadowlands with Nax yeah. release. I know. So I don't think I don't know if they care. Um, maybe they learned oh, that's <laughs> better a scary to like point. pay yep. attention, but uh you know, I tried making guesses last time based on dates of their other games, but that Did didn't... you see a significant effect of Shadowlands coming out for you guys? Yeah, we, we have a bunch of oh, retail really? players. Oh, we had we a bunch of retail okay. players and it didn't like hurt our rate or anything like that, but it was like there was everyone was offline and on. <laughs> yeah, it was on sh- was on Shadowlands. Didn't we take a one week raid break or am I crazy? Yeah, we took a one week break, but I think it that was well, for Thanksgiving though. It wasn't yeah, for yeah, it coincided well, with okay. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, it definitely like Thanksgiving and Christmas really hurt our guilds stack stuff, and I think retail hurt it a little bit too, just because people weren't like as interested like there was a few of us in the guild that that farmed those uh stones you know from the event prior but not all a ton of people did you know there was prep things that we probably would have been better off on had the retail stuff been just kind of in a different spot but yeah that's a good point yep i didn't even think about that hopefully they learned from that i, I mean <laughs> i don't know how the much face. it impacted i don't know how much it impacted the general population of classic or retail so if it impacted our guild a little bit or another guild a little bit i don't think it had a major impact either way i mean it's weird to release like two updates to the same yeah. like the same game i don't know that there's anything they could have learned from it right i feel like it was just common sense that that's just a weird yeah. thing to do right <laughs> like yeah well I don't know. I thought I thought maybe it could mean that we're actually because with the with the Microsoft deal going through, I'm guessing that quarter four uh, numbers will be the final the final numbers looked at for the final price of the acquisition would be my guess. I don't know a ton about finance, but uh, that would be my guess is that they're trying to get as much before that goes through. That makes sense, Bob. That's probably why they're doing it. I mean, usually yeah. once a deal starts, though, there's not like 
usually if they've already they've already probably agreed on terms and things like that, right? See, I, and I think I at thought this that point, too until the Elon the Elon Musk stuff with Twitter and how they keep like keeps going back and forth. So I don't, yeah, I just, I just yeah, don't I mean, know. I think it just depends on what type of agreement they're in right now, right? If they've already agreed on terms and things, then it would be up to Blizzard not to make any drastic changes and to continue to follow timelines that they said they were going to follow, right? As opposed to them trying to bump their numbers. Usually they try to bump their numbers before they start the negotiation process because that's what you're presenting when you begin a negotiation, mm -hmm. right? And then at that point, you're trying to stay status quo, where you're trying to say, like, these are our timelines that we're going to hit. We're not going to make any major impactful changes that will go up or down in the profit level. So Sunwell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, very last thing. We're not going to talk about it. But uh, if anybody's interested, the Midsummer Fire Festival is out. So go enjoy that if you want to. We talked about it last yeah. year. If you want to know everything that's in it. <laughs> You can get buffs to help you in raid and food yeah. for raid too. Uh, one minor buffs. piece of buffs. One pot, one minor piece of news, Bob. That uh, okay. I don't know if you heard. Um, apparently, Bobby Kotek is not leaving. He's staying on for another year or so, I think. So remember, they said that before that he was going to be leaving because yeah. of all the stuff that was going on. So no, apparently he is not leaving. So interesting. Yeah, I feel like it's that's pretty normal the, for yeah. staying on as a board member or something. Yeah, maybe. interesting. Okay. Well. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting because uh, I I don't think it'll affect the the company too much, but I mean I don't know what's going to still. I haven't heard anything happening with uh, the Microsoft sale or whatnot, but it's probably it's like for a smoother transition or something. You know, like yeah. It makes sense if there wasn't as much controversy behind Blizzard right now, right? Like that's yeah. the only reason that we figured he. Would well, they they released an internal report that said there was no company issues, so mm. they're good to go. <laughs> and I mean, Bobby is literally Activision; like the man, like is Activision. So it's I, not surprising. Uh, I he hate that we share a name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it. But okay, yeah. okay. Well, let's uh, let's uh, move into. Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? <laughs> All right. So the discussion this week, I think better serves if kind of the guests kind of run this. I might bump in with some questions and stuff, but uh, we got the basically two guild leaderships from 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 both guilds why don't you guys jump in like where do we want to start about the whole sunwell let's journey let's go boss by boss let's do it yep do you want to take Calagos control is a blue dragon Calagos <laughs> is the most annoying piece of shit boss that was ever fucking made fuck Calagos, dude we had uh, we had issues we had issues with Calagos because uh we were trying to like dynamically get people to go down. So it would oh. be like whoever gets pulled, if you're in their group, you go. But yeah, the way we ended the, the the way we ended up killing it uh, or maybe consistently killing it, we might have killed it that way um, the first time. But the way we consistently kill it now is we just have standardized groups. If you, you know you're in group three, it doesn't matter who gets pulled down, you're going down. And then just yep. the healers, mm. healers or tanks will swap. 
So if a tank goes down early, then that tank who should have gone just stays up. Or if a healer goes down oh, early, like, uh, then the healer just goes up top. And it's made conversation. Like, we don't need random people calling stuff out. It was a big problem having people, like, speak up and what group should be going down. There's a lot of, I'm down here, <laughs> getting called yeah. out with no names or no group numbers. And, um, but that boss is still uh, a huge pain for us. I think only in the last week or two. Did the kill feel like reasonably? Yeah. Uh, under- we we never had a killed it. kill. Yeah, every well, time we no. killed it, it was kind of just like, okay, we did it. I don't know that we could replicate that yeah. again in uh, yeah. a few weeks. But- exactly how I felt. We so, never had a clean kill, Def. Yeah, well, never had like, so the, one of the things about this fight is, right, you go in there with a plan, and then it, it like, first of all, we always kill Calgos too quickly, right? And then one thing that we had happen a lot, remember, we six healed all of our progression pretty much there were times where we literally would have no healer up top and the tank would just die right mm-hmm. because someone would be like no don't go in the portal and they went in the portal because they had to go down because their stacks at the last point again okay, then now we realize that all our healers are down below and there's no <laughs> one healing the tank up top and we're like okay we can't let that happen right again but um <laughs> it always seemed like we had really bad luck with like who was getting put down and like it, this is a, I think one thing that we had a lot was was some bad luck especially when we get up further to like Eridar twins and stuff like that with tanks getting the the buff and whatnot but mm. um it always seemed like we would have you know the same issue where you know someone would get sent down and then you know the healers would go down and then the tank up top would die and then that that would happen a lot but again like I said we did six heal pretty much all of our progression um but one thing about this fight, which I which I really I just didn't like the fact that, you know. You had very little control over, like, when you could go down and like because we had the group set up a certain way. Right. Uh, and then, you know, you'd be up top and then we only had like one or two people who could decur. So you're up top, your curse is going off and it's just the design of the fight. Like, it, it's it looks like it could be a cool design. But then, like, when you go into the fight, and you actually deal with it. It's just a lot of like bullshit and nonsense that i feel like a lot, you of have to deal with. Yeah, a lot of chaos yeah 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 I, I i just don't like the design personally i feel like it's um uh, lazy is not the word it's not lazy it's 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 i think it's i think they were trying to do something really cool it just didn't translate well for me um and i know it was at, like every week i think we'd had them like once we got pretty confident i think we'd have we'd have usually had more wipes in that than like some of the other harder i'm not saying more than moru or anything like that but it was like more than like brutalis it was oh, more than more. uh Brutalis, yeah. what's the other the second dragon you fight uh, it was more uh, than that uh, um uh fell mist fell mist yeah so like that was our i think on paper that was our like third worst boss or something like that like but yeah Maybe i mean fourth yeah yeah i just wanted to get through it every week it was one of those things and i, I think the sunwell was a very well-designed raid like I'm not saying it isn't. I just think that boss is kind of not well designed. Personally. Yeah, doesn't uh, it, 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 like the randomness doesn't get better each week. I feel like where something like Vash, once you understand the mechanics really well, it doesn't matter where the Striders or Nagas come up in a week because you have like an understanding of how to deal with that. But the Caligos is just like this is mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing it for weeks and it's still just mayhem sometimes. And like figuring out where people are, top and bottom. You can't can't read logs easy on the fight. Like it's very it's a very annoying fight. But um, yeah, it's definitely probably uh, one that's the one of the easiest to randomly wipe on. 
If I'm not mistaken, I think we actually did have to bring in a seventh healer for our first kill for Calgos. For our it was either seven or eight. <clears throat> no, I yeah. think it was seven, yeah. Because yeah. everything else, I think we pretty much six healed. Um, no, it was seven, and then you guys dropped the healer. Well, we, yeah. I mean, our progression for Eridar twins, Moru, and KJ, we all six healed. Yeah, yeah, but the fights before yeah. that, we actually had more. Oh, okay. Maybe, yeah. 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 I know, I know Caligos, our first kill was definitely, I think, with seven. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and it, it kind of turned out, too, like, um, basically, like, the order of who goes down is kind of important, too. Like, you want, like, your two big pumper groups to go mm-hmm. early, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I think the majority of the time, if I'm not mistaken, our biggest problem was the DPS on the boss downstairs, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, getting yeah, I think he has way more armor. Can we just talk feels about like the delay least. with the portal, too, which is the most frustrating yeah. Oh, it is ever. frustrating. God, because I go over there as a healer, and it's always on the other side of where <laughs> I'm trying to, where I am, right? And so I run over there, and I'm, like, clicking it, and at first I think, like, what's going on? I'm like, it's like overlapping with the boss a little bit. So I try to like move my camera, but then somebody else gets in and there's this delay as to when I can get in. And then finally you get in, but then at the time you get in, that's when your timer starts for when you come back up. Right. So then the next healer comes in on the first tick and then now you have too many healers down below and not enough up top or vice versa. Very frustrating. Yep. And that's a fight as like, you know, someone who's like myself, a raid healer. It's like, oh, if you're the only one up top, you better heal the tank. Like, you know, I got to tell on our raid healers, like, you're not just a raid healer in this fight. You're a tank <laughs> yeah. healer, too. You well, and everybody, yeah. I don't understand why when they say hold DPS, people just don't want to hold DPS. Oh. Yeah. You have to say it like six times. Hold DPS. Hold DPS. Stop wanding. Stop doing that. Stop shooting. Stop <laughs> auto attacking. Stop. Like, it's just like, you know, I mean, because when you first hear that, and I'm a DPS this this expansion, so I get it right. But when you first hear stop DPS, it's like, oh, don't use like my like enhanced yeah. shaman. I just I just want storm strike, right? Like <laughs> I'll just keep auto attacking, or you know. And then I, I have to be like, no, 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 like hit yeah. escape. Yipple even go, <laughs> not even auto attacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is what Maybe I would, you, what you, would say. You called a little bit early, and you let them auto attack because at least they get, you give them some. Like people can normally handle, like if they can auto attack, it's like okay. But backing off the boss, people, it just doesn't compute. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We would push Caligus every time we told people to fully stop at fifteen percent. So we like we start calling it at like twenty five percent, that twenty percent where we say just autos because you can so quickly catch back up up top again if like yeah. the one below gets pushed. So that's basically yeah. what we had to do because stopping at fifteen meant Caligus was getting pushed. It's going to transition, yeah. yeah. Because like every every DPS class has has stopped DPS a different meaning in their head. Like for warlocks, it's like oh, just load up the boss with dots. <laughs> or just a wand or like you know everyone has an idea of what actual stop dps means it never means actually stop dps <laughs> so it's yeah. like yeah you should well, make a dance macro and say yeah. everybody dance macro right now go yeah that's yeah. that's that's a good yeah. idea yeah but melder like 90 percent of your dps is auto attack isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah it's about eight seventy five percent i think uh oh, okay. down yeah. to yeah. yeah but isn't that the way it is or Warriors and for rogues too. I mean, your auto attacks are over fifty percent of your damage. I think shaman is like shaman and rogue. I think are a bit higher than warrior. Even yeah, more. I haven't actually. I haven't been paying attention to my warrior on that as much. In classic, <laughs> uh, before we move on to brutalis and classic on a Nixia, dude. Rogues would keep auto attacking, and they're literally doing ninety five percent of their normal <laughs> DPS. It's like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> Oh, that's good. Good stuff. Oh, yep. man. 
Well, I mean, uh, I I was just going to let you yep, like kind of decide oh, yeah. when to uh, move on. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on to Brutalis, who I that was the big reason I swapped off my warrior <laughs> because I was envisioning being stuck on Brutalis and then our our off tank, our off off tank needing to swap in with me while I sit there dual wielding or <laughs> sit outside the raid. So that's what made me swap to bear. Um, yeah, Brutalis. I don't know. Harscare, what did you think about Brutalis? Because we we had to swap our strategy from our our original jump in and pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I think up until Brutalis with the guild as a whole, we we were I think we very loosely did healing assignments. Like I think Brutalis was the first fight where we had to do very, very strict healing assignments. Uh just because the kind of damage that was going out. Um and then obviously watching just VODs of people doing it more and more efficient ways helped us a ton. Um trying to think what else we had our prop pally heal so that was like an eighth healer which really helped um I don't have a ton else to add on Brutalis yeah it, I personally feel it's the whole positioning and yeah. people not running through people with burn um and then I, I don't know I, I, I blocked myself away from healing uh for TBC because I got out of healing but I, yeah. I, I don't know if you got, if there's anybody I don't know if you I don't think anyone plays melee here but this, but this is the first Raid in TBC, where I feel like melee had a way easier job than ranged. Yeah, Harskar's a yeah. fury now. He was a hunter for a long time, but yeah. But uh, the melee, I mean, our melee are dinguses. Uh, no, mm. sorry, guys, if you're <laughs> listening. But our first, like, I would even say two nights of Brutalis, I it was uh, melee just for some reason didn't understand that they were supposed to like stand in one spot. And for us, like we just have them all stand and I would we would pull and I'd be like, why are there three melee on the other side? Like on the yeah. side that the burn zone's on. And it was like super confusing. And I was like, why are you over there? And they're like, oh, I thought we were supposed to be. I was like, all right, this is <laughs> OK. Let's solve that problem. But once <laughs> oh, people knew God. where to stand, it became super easy. And uh, our weird. I mean, luckily, our DPS was good enough that we haven't had issues with like the Berserker uh, yeah. at all. Yeah. And, and I, double Druids pretty good too oh yeah <laughs> well what yeah i did, I did the uh the healing coordination well i do the all the healing um you know assignments for a guild and everything for healing and you know the healing on this i i love this fight as a healer i love a really it. good fight i think and i gotta say that yeah, the melee pissed me off a little bit here because i was well well i'll get into that but so so this fight as a healer you know we have uh myself as a coh healer we had another coh healer uh and then you know, the main thing is that you want to make sure that you have a ton of healing for when uh, it was stomp, right? Was it called? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, on the tank for when the stock came out and you want to make sure you had a ton of healing for the burn. And as the burn works, right, the damage increases over time with the burn. So, you know, we would have one dedicated person. Like we said, we had our prop paladin to help heal here as well. But we had um, basically... A dedicated, I think we had a, the our paladin healer, yeah, on uh, the burn target. Yep. And you know, we made sure that we had a, a resto shaman and then a priest. Also, you know, we wanted to keep inspiration up on the tanks the whole time. I would be shielding, or the other priest would be shielding with the stomp. So it was a lot of coordination here uh, in terms of healing. A lot of um, you know, make sure that the burn targets aren't dying. A lot of times, sometimes the burn targets would just run out of range from their healer, and was like, guys, you got to come back, got to come back. And then as a healer, where I was. Whenever I got burned, 
So I was positioned away where I couldn't just go left to go burn. I had to run through the boss. And every time I run to the boss, he's so fucking big and his ass is so huge. You, I can barely see the melee where they are. So I'm like, okay, here I come. And there's always like one person not stacked with the melee group. I'm like, you know, no, we're, we, like, we aren't stacked. <laughs> right. And what yeah. I mean is, but there's always one person like all the way, like far, like on the other side, like where, so mm. like you got most of the melee are like one clump area, right? We're, we're like, in a clump, well, yeah, but yeah, we're using the hitbox to make right. s- separation. But there was always a couple people that were like always by the ass, like exactly like where I had to run through. So usually it would have to call, like, okay, here I come and running through with the with the burn. And uh, we tried a couple times to have the boss positioned so that we could be burned on either side. But obviously it doesn't work if you if you have it just off a little bit, you get hit by the uh, the fire thing and you you, you get one shot basically. So as far as like healing goes, like I think this was actually probably one of my most memorable fights, um, you know, in Sunwell. I don't think it was the fight I did the best on, like (laughs) a 97 or so, but still, you know, um, it's it's a fun fight for healing for sure. Well, I've got a couple questions on that. Just to just to go on the healing thing, though, we changed things a little bit, I think, in the way we were positioned that that was my question because we were having a lot of problems with the burdens that was i was going to ask what we changed Mm -hmm. healing wise to fix that problem because it seems to be not a problem now at all i mean i don't know that the positioning change helped healing wise i think it was just more people focusing understanding the damage output that was coming on the tanks versus the burn targets and when the burn targets were starting to take a lot of damage right i think it just took our healers a little bit of time to prioritize because if the tank's dying you're going to heal the tank and you're going to forget about the burn target and say whatever and then people positioning wise as to where they're standing so that they're not going out of our range i think understanding what four yards apart means versus 12 because everybody was kind of 12 yards apart initially yeah <laughs> four yards is four small yards apart is like a, a like mm-hmm. an arm's length um <laughs> but we didn't have to run through the boss at all we had like one ranged group like on the back end right side of the boss and then one range group on the front end right side of the boss and then the burn was like in the middle right i mean remembering that correctly yep that's right yeah yep. so on the head head tail and then left or right was melee and burn so you just ran like a little bit through your ranged people to get to the burn yeah uh, but it's, they, it's still a similar principle to if instead of the melee you're avoiding some range but uh, the big thing that helped, I think, with healing, too, is like super clear call. So Mira, our uh, other druid tank, stopped dying as much once we started calling out <laughs> bombs were coming out. Yeah, um, just like stuff like that, because healers are looking at uh, health bars and not like timers like absolutely <laughs> much. Uh, so those sort of calls, I think, helped uh, a lot. And then being super clear, Brutalis is one of those fights. It's like being super specific about when you're taunting <laughs> uh, matters a lot just because. Oh, yeah. At the beginning, we would be like, okay, we're going to taunt after this comes out. And then maybe it's like five more seconds before we're actually doing, or maybe like we'll wait a few seconds uh, or do it early. And healers are in the middle of a cast or something, and it just, you're just wiped out. So, well, uh, those kind of things are really important. The thing is, too, like when healing on, on a fight where the tanks are swapping, a lot of times it's good to at least have like one priest or one shaman to try to start getting inspiration on the tank that's going to be taunting. You know, or you really wanted to hold the shield until the stomp comes, so you don't want to have the debuff on them. But I think one thing I, I know, Mel, can, you can attest to this, right? When you don't have healing assignments, and you just say, "Okay, we'll just uh, go, whatever." You <laughs> see this happen all the time. It happened a lot more in classic, but it still happens in TPC, where 
you know, if you if you don't have anyone on the side of the raid or tanks, or, you know, obviously there's always like more tank killer, certain tank killer healers or what. But you'll see, you know, someone in range start to die. Everyone goes to heal that person. Boom, then the tank dies. Right. Yep. And this is like the most important time, like obviously where you need to really commit to just having, you know, one person on uh, this one person on that. And it becomes, you know, even especially in Sunwell. But, you know, there were raids where we could just have, OK, we have these three people are tank healing. You know, you're on this person on this tank and then the rest of these people are raid healing. Right. But this was a fight where we really literally had to have like each person. And we did this for all of Sunwell. You know, we make a sheet and we did this for other raids as well, where each mm -hmm. person has a specific job. That's what they have to do. They have to stick to that. And that way we don't have things happening like, oh, this one person took damage. Everyone went to heal it, and then the tank died, right? So it's right. like really important here to make sure and to also know, like you said, yep, when the damage is coming out, you know, Biff, our uh, Druid tank, we'd always call out, you know, taunting now or getting ready to taunt, you know, uh, after this amount. And then, you know, Stomp coming soon, need big heals, making sure that the tank before they taunt, they have inspiration and stuff like that. Like just makes such a huge difference. I yep, think, how yeah. important is inspiration on our druid tanks because i remember at one point you guys mentioning that it didn't yeah it's only, yeah it, it only matters um on so stomp cuts our armor in half so anytime there's an mm -hmm. armor debuff um uh, but otherwise we don't we're we're armor capped usually with iron shield on um it depends you cannot i know some druids are like going under armor cap now but without one, yeah without like a 90 percent inspiration rate I don't think that it's like worth it on a lot of fights in Sunwall because some of these fights are pretty nuts. Um, so I know I don't know about Mira, but I'm I'm armor cap with Iron Shield no matter what, so it doesn't make a difference. Uh, Def oh, sorry, go ahead. Let's say uh, Def Camp. Just as a quick question, because like I said, we just recently started doing very strict healing assignments, mm -hmm. and I was the one that was putting this together. Um, part of the reason that I was really like hesitant to do it in the past was. Like having the healers be dynamic in some cases was super nice if a healer goes down or something like that. Did you guys ever run into issues where like a tank healer goes down and the tank all of a sudden like his healing just gets cut off? He dies and wipes or do you have I mean, that was what I was always kind of hesitant. Yeah. So one of the things that I always made sure was, you know, like, is that as a raid healer, like we, we were pretty lucky to where we had two raid healers, like all like two priests all the time. And, you know, whenever a tank killer would go down, you know, we make sure we call it out and say, OK, no, this tank's going to need extra healing. Right. One thing that I would do as a priest, like my 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 job as well, was kind of like a floater. Um, so I a lot of times would fill in that role. So if someone that I knew, well, like a tank killer died, I knew that I could kind of, you know, um, go heavier and help with that tank a little bit. Right. And we we really had a good healing uh, coordination with, you know, myself that we had we had some really good shaman healers that were just absolutely amazing to where i knew that if i had to i could focus a little bit more on tank healing and they could focus a little bit more on raid healing and we can kind of fill that dish so one thing i think that is important when doing that is to try to have someone that's a little bit like a like a floater so that if something like that does happen you can have that floater kind of pick up that role i tended to be that floater more times than than not that yeah i think that's what we ended up doing is having one person that's kind of doing their own thing yeah to make do the decision making so yeah. exactly yeah so um you know i think it's really cool because i think healing is something that you know a lot of times like the you know the the, the dps will be like oh well where where was the you know like the, they're usually like the first people to be blamed right but then they're the last people to be thanked when things like go really well i mean it, it's just how it is right it's a role that's like that's kind of how it is but i think in sunwell which what was really cool is you know like 
this was at least for me, you know, I've played other uh, expansions and whatnot, but I feel like this was one of the first times where like healing really shined uh, more so than in the rest of TBC and in, in the rest of Classic, where you know, like fights like Moro and whatnot, you know, where there's just so much raid damage going out you know when it's a healing problem and when it's not, right? And a lot of times, yeah, there was healing. There were healing issues because we were, you know, six healing versus seven healing on certain fights. Um, but it really, I think, was a time for, like, healers to, you know, coordinate where they needed to go and, like, to be a lot more um, vigilant on what your assignments were than before. You know, even in, in Black Temple, we were nowhere near as strict on assignments, maybe on, like, Ilden than we were in Sunwell. Sunwell was a, a whole different ball game, really. It was a whole different game healing in Sunwell. Yeah. Like, it made it so that you actually had to focus on mana conservation and, like, yep. you know, what rank spells you were using. Before, it was kind of like, eh, you're not going to run out of mana, right? Like, I'm going to yep. take a mana pot and I'll be fine. Um, and this was the first time that you actually had to really focus on that and actually you know split your heels across different you know different spells and you couldn't just use one mass you know like just circle of healing the whole time right you had to really focus on where like which bosses were people were spread out more than they were clumped up and you had to use different heels for those and i I think it was fun it was interesting yep absolutely yeah you guys talk you guys are given such good points of like knowing when and to when and right times to do stuff, but like I'm trying, like for instance, locks on that fight. Um, if you get the burn, knowing that the burn does very little damage at the start and does a ton later, you need to know that if you need to tap at all, you need to do one or two taps immediately as you're running over, which you're probably going to do if you're running, but. Just knowing that you're not going to be able to do it later, you need to have those taps done, or else you're out of the fight until burns over. I don't think warlocks know when they can't tap because I feel like they, they tap don't. and then. I think it stalled. didn't matter as much yeah. before, you know. Like this is one fight where that certain mechanic it really matters, you know. Uh, how'd the warlock die? I don't know. He tapped until he had three health and he had burned. So, hmm. yeah. yeah. How did the shadow priest die? As soon as yeah. it ticked. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I, I just, that fight is so great because I just run in. I, I have a spot on that fight and this, this is going to sound, but if, if Brutalis had genitalia, I basically <laughs> stand right underneath of it and I don't move and I just beat the shadow of him. It's great. I just like, basically just do one of these on uh, his punching yeah. bags. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah, speed yeah. bag. The speed bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Melee has a really. I, I feel like Sunwell was so kind to Melee. I don't know why. I just feel that way. After yeah. an expansion of not being kind to them, they're like, oh, let's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even, even, even a lot of fights in Black Temple were kind to Melee, too. Like, it wasn't that bad. Yep. And after they nerfed uh, SSC and TK, it was pretty much fine for melee. Yeah, yeah. I also think Tank Threat got a lot better over the expansion too, which yeah. helped. Yeah. So like that's what I was saying. So our some of our tanks were actually uh, not armor capped because they had to get more, um, you know, gear for threat. So we did have, and we did have um, at one point we did have two druids, and then we went to we had a paladin and and then one of our druids. Uh, had to go for a while so we had al tanking on as a warrior so but yeah we had i think i don't know if it was only on a couple fights i think where they were under uh, armor cap but yeah so you know 
a lot of things like that you got to take into consideration are they going more threat heavy are they going more you know uh, armor heavy yeah. on wood fights and whatnot so yeah it's it's um I, it's a really it's a really fun raid i think you know yeah i think the best thing the best way to go through these fights is like what were our challenges and i think where our ours was initially was positioning mm. and the tanks forgot where they had to stand and then it was burns because people were running through people with burn and i was like listen like look at this look at the boss he is huge huge and when and i was like just run if, if you don't know where to run run through the boss right yeah. like or try to find and, and as soon as like people start figuring that out they could stand like potentially somewhere inside the boss's model that wasn't near melee or run through the boss at least that direction it was like fine so that, yeah, that was it i've yeah. always been the back row so i've had it easy as pie i just back up you yeah. know and then yeah. walk to the side just take a a roundabout way but I do feel bad for the people in the middle. Like Mel would always be like, guys, guys, make room, make room, make room. I'm coming through. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. I just, I just start like glowing and people are like, Oh, okay. And they like move out of the well, way. Well, that's, yeah. yeah, that's what we do now. But early on, like lots of people were like calling out, Hey, get out of my way. Get out of my way. Yeah. I almost killed Boogie last week. Like you said, so I didn't call out that I was running, but I thought I saw a clean path, right? Because <laughs> all the melee, I thought I saw all the melee, and then I see like someone's hammer go up, like underneath fucking Brutalis' ass, and I'm like, oh my god, there's a boogie right there. <laughs> so I go around, and it's so funny. He's like, Dad, what are you doing? Yeah, all, all the melee, we're basically are, like we're standing inside of him, you know, because like yeah, it allows us not if we have burn, we don't have to move, right? The only time that sucks is if you're in a certain position, you got to swing with the boss not to parry him. But I was, I found this spot that I never parried. It was like, I was like, this is it. This is my spot. No one else gets this spot. I'm standing right here and I can just sit in the burns. But well, speaking of the burn, nobody's talked about the most fun thing is when a wipes called and there's still a ton of people up, you get the bird oh and then you run over to the, the oh, uh, hunters oh, yeah. or, you, or, or you run to the rogues that have vanished. It's great. That's how I love doing that on KJ <laughs> when you have the, uh, the buff who just like run everyone and just... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I I, I, I actually yeah. did that on like I just love giving it to everybody when we wipe, and I accidentally ran to a to a hunter, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Afterwards, I was like, "That was toxic as hell." They were feigned. Yeah. yeah, they were gonna survive. Oh my god, I'm a dick. <laughs> Listen, if the hunter can res, then I think it would have been toxic. But you know, well, I mean, yeah, make lots of them like can. Fight, dude. Yeah, yeah, make them pay for some uh, repair. <laughs> <laughs> like the rest uh, of us. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, does anybody else have yeah, anything else to add? Like hearing that. No, uh, I think Brutalis is a pretty simple fight. Like once you get yeah. those pieces down the middle round, said uh, it all kind of comes together and it's pretty clean. I think the the biggest scare for us is just a tank dying, but it's still a super forgiving fight because you can res and it's a tonable boss and stuff. So yeah, exactly. It, it actually huge. doesn't even matter if uh, a tank goes down. You can still do it pretty uh, easily. We've had to do it a couple times. Uh, Felmist, however, is the bane of our existence, and uh, I hate it. It's the <laughs> oh, worst really? fight. I love that. Uh, we we have I, inexplicably will spend hours on this boss for and I think only it. once though. I think that only no. happened once, right? No, we wipe a lot. We wipe <laughs> a lot on Thelmist every week. Yeah, uh, but I think it was only once it was uh, over an hour, right? Like it seems like a boss fight that once you do it, we shouldn't be wiping anymore, like that much. But for some reason we still sneak Stupid a couple things. Wipes. I love how and you guys explained the, the 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 resetting to the middle part detail the last time we did it i was like this is great yeah we had to go through the exact instructions because 
it is like i don't know there's something about it that's like it's a little babyish so it's easy to call north and south so not everyone i feel like learns the the breath mechanic whereas like anixia mm. was super easy and embarrassing to die from the breath so you kind of had to like learn it yourself in order to make sure you lived uh but this one i feel like nobody actually th- thought about <laughs> how to Listen, live i gotta look at health bars i don't have time to be looking up in the sky no one gets hurt. like I, I guess the people get hurt with the taking aoe but that's you know well, something that i that i learned just last week now to be fair i've been sat like i think more times on felbus than i've actually been in so i really suck at that fight but like now i got i learned for the first time i thought the skeletons left the trail of fog that kills you <laughs> But I yeah. found out that it's the actual beam, and I just didn't. Mm-hmm. I just didn't realize that. So, and like when it leaves it, the the stuff is invisible for a second, or at least it was on my graphics setting that I had. I just recently found out that for the past few weeks I've been playing on graphics level one because we did council, and I was like, why can I not see the stuff on the ground? Like. Like GTFO's yelling. I looked at my graphics and I must have turned it down for a quest and never turned it back up. But <laughs> yeah, so like I go exactly to where the beam had just left because I was dodging the beam and then died immediately. And I was like, I just had to ask. I was like, how how does this work? And they told me, but it was most likely because my graphics were down that I actually didn't see it. So you guys, there was yeah. one time this last week where I'm not kidding you, the beam just like came it, down and shot me yeah and, like, so floated me apparently i i'm just gonna take take the the word of the people who said this happened so normally there's two beams right they follow people around yeah. for some reason a third one shot down and killed a couple people what and it was really weird two people ran no one died and then like three people died to it and i was like we're having people die to this why and they're all like a third one shot down at us. Yeah, we had so a mine was yeah. the next time, the next time oh, in a beam, it? like it was the initial beam. It didn't, it wasn't targeted on me, but it shot down right where I was standing. And it wasn't looking. I don't know if I could see it coming or something, but it wasn't. Oh, you just looking. died to a normal thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just died to we had, it. We had it. A, I didn't have any time to get out of it. Yeah, it, it it can be tough. That's why we try to lose spread when it comes out. I mean, our bigger problem, though, is the encapsulate uh, for mm-hmm. weeks and weeks. This week was probably the first time that like we had encapsulates or maybe last week was where people didn't die. But before it was like guaranteed <laughs> the encapsulator was dead and then two people were dying <laughs> like every time. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm not in that pile, so I don't I don't have to move because as a tank. So we, we, we I don't had know a good why. way to heal it. We did. Uh, shaman so two of our shamans depending on you know because we had we did three groups two range one melee um so we had two shamans that they could ns heal the encapsulate target if they needed to or heal them up real quick if they're standing still so depending on which group they're in and then our coh priests would heal the group of the people that were getting encapsulated so you know instant heals with the cohs uh even if you're moving and running and if you had to your shamans would heal with uh, ns on the person who or or druid if they needed to uh, to NS the person that was actually encapsulated. I think it yeah, was sounds like a good yeah. strategy. We, yeah. <laughs> it was what was the time? I wasn't in there, but I was watching it. Uh, someone was streaming it, and Harskar like, did you call right or left instead of north and south or something one time? No, it was. <laughs> so we had gone south, and then uh, the 
the dragon didn't move and my wires got twisted in my head. So I was just like, stay, meaning stay south, forgetting that we always reset right to the middle. Uh, so people just stayed right in the middle and we got the entire raid breath and it was, it was, a, it was a mess. Yeah, yeah this goes back to the how reliant we are on Harsh yeah. trying to tell us where to go. And <laughs> I think one time, one time somebody, I think Yip was like no, north yeah. and Harskar was like south, and then everybody just stopped in the middle. Like, yeah, Whoa. the problem, the problem was Harskar was dead, so he didn't have a That's good. That's what angle. it was. And I had a really so bad angle. Like, yeah. yeah, he said he had a bad angle, so I was like, I should start calling. So when a middle one came, we both said opposite ones to go to. <laughs> I was more north, so I just said north because I reset to middle, and I was like, north seems clear. And I said north, but he said south. So everyone stayed in the middle and got hit. <laughs> they are like, like, what do you mean? Which way? That was when I was like, all right, I think so. we got to kind of have to learn it a little bit, too, <laughs> to just make sure, like, kind of do, like, both. Because there's not much going on at that point. You can just look up and, and kind of see uh, what okay. he's going to do. But Can yeah. we go back to this encapsulate thing? Because I feel like our issues with encapsulate were less about the healing and more about the fact that so many people got blown up from not moving away from the targeting. Oh, God. Yeah, you gotta move. <laughs> like, gotta move. we, I think the healing problem was on the person who was encapsulated. Like, we struggled there for a little yeah. while, but I think everybody else getting also hit by the encapsulate was a larger issue. Yeah, people taking like four ticks of it and stuff. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, and again, like, I can't see anything. I just look at a dragon, so I have no idea. <laughs> I just, like, I'm just nervous. I'm like, oh, here it comes. Like, uh, here comes the Ken Capsulate. What's going to happen? It's a lot bigger rage than you would expect. And what's crazy is I think my graphics have been down this entire time, so I don't actually know if it might, you might be able to see it visually better, but it's a huge rage. Like, it's yeah, a, so it feels like good 20 the two things you need for success here is you have to have target to target enabled if you're targeting the boss and you have to have the wherewithal to look at the boss because she looks at the group she's doing it to. She spins, right? So if you if you see her spin, you immediately book it. Like, that's what you do. So uh, this is another fight yeah, that... Yeah, you can't backpedal. Yeah, FYI. exactly. So I, so this is an outdoor fight and all you shaman know exactly what I want to say. Enhancement shaman. You instant ghost wolf here is like great so it's just like hit instant ghost wolf and run the other group you know what i mean but other groups have if you have a movement speed it helps obviously but the best way target to target changes um and seeing her spin then you're you're ready to go as soon as yep. she spins you move Ooh, warrior intervene could be good for yeah, melee yeah yep. just yep you know like intervene to another group the attempt that yip is was talking about where i died there was an encapsulate in melee, and I have a mouse over intervene macro for arena. So I just went to go mouse over into the ranged. A melee jumped in front of me. I intervened back to the melee and died to the encapsulate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I have the Damn. same macro, but I click, uh, or not the same macro. I have a macro where if I right click any, or no, like it's one of my side mouse buttons, click on a frame, it'll switch and intervene to the frame, but I don't have one actually to put over a person i should make that that sounds a little easier in arena but have you guys yeah. had this happen uh where felmus just doesn't encapsulate he, oh we've had yes we had that we also had where felmus uh, stays in the air if you had that come down yeah that was a good one yep. that was a good just one, like man. In frozen time just like above could you yeah, still yeah, yeah. could you still shoot him because that sounds glorious for a lock uh, I forget what happened. Uh, no, we we she was hitting targeter either. We yeah. had to, we had to all hearth out. 
Yeah. Yep. Oh, no. Yeah. That was a pain in the ass. But, yeah, the uh, best calling on that flight too is pretty fun. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times, sometimes it, you know, like there were a couple times where because I was in charge of mass spelling, uh, one group, the other group, and then I I remember last week I had changed my macro. I had certain macros I was using, and I was using a, uh, and then I, I switched it to it like a stop cast macro with it wouldn't show the ground right. So I had a different one that I was using before. And I was using the stop cast this one now. So I hit it twice by accident. So it started casting and then it stopped casting. And then I'm like, oh, oh no. fuck. It. So I had it kind of messed up this week, but luckily you got it in time, fixed it. Um, but a lot of the times, you know, like it, the, um, you know, like getting that mess spell off like as quickly as possible, like was, you know, huge. And then yeah, there's a few times where uh, <clears throat> some our non healing priests, I won't put any names. Oh. <laughs> Decided to finish their DPS rotation before they, uh, and, man, and that was, the, and yeah. he was in charge of doing the melee. And I'd be like, yo, dude, come on, you gotta mess the spell us. Like, we're just gonna no, the best was when I was te- testing my new macro and I'm a mess of spelling and it pulls Felmist. Oh, yeah. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, oh, my oh, God. We did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did that. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that I, I got a new macro probably like the second time we went to Felmist for mass to spell because it was like, why is my, master spell not going off and i had the same group as like another priest because i think at that point we had three or four priests and <laughs> i'd be like okay i am dispelling there's just nobody to dispel once my dispel goes off because the other priest is faster and yeah. so you, i got the macro where you just hover over right and it doesn't you just click it and it just casts it on the group and you don't have to like set it and then click cast and all of that and right right yeah yeah, just make sure if you have a stop casting macro to not press it twice because then it will stop casting again. <laughs> yeah, I didn't add yeah. the stop cast macro because mm-hmm. I do my mouse wheel for mass dispel. And gotcha. it was way too dude. easy to just like mouse wheel a second time and that was ineffective. Dude, right, right, dude. Right. That happened okay, like I made a macro on for KJ for the shield orbs. And I was like, oh, I can make this super efficient if I put a stop cast on it. But then I was like, I didn't even use it. I put it in the macro and then I'm looking at it and I go, well, Joe, but I, but I mash it. That'll just like stop casting it over and over yeah. again. And, I, and then I look over at chat. And they're all like, no, you can't use that in the macro. You can't use that in the macro. I was like, yeah, guys, I already figured it out. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, that would be nice. Like if you could have it like. Because I, I was just, I'm just going to have to move. And I just always have to remember not to jump. Like, yeah. as a melee, jumping didn't really hurt me ever at all. But as a caster, it's horrible. Like, you lose a whole GCD by jumping. I think it's too yeah. late to think about those things, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> just roll with it. You're almost done. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Felmist, uh, Felmist is a is a decent fight. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we got it under control mostly once the, the priest kind of figured out the massive spell stuff, uh, and they do a really good job on it now, but like it, they go off instantly and it, it uh, kind of trivializes that early part uh, as long as we don't die to encapsulate. Yep. <laughs> uh, twins gave us a lot of trouble, more trouble than I yep. thought. I think yeah. we were expecting to have, uh, we went into it using our trinkets just for when, uh, there was a shadow fury stun on top of a can flag person. Um, and I think that, I mean, we got kills that way, but it always seemed uh, really, really tough on the healers. 
uh, people would like it was kind of like a DPS race because people were going to get lost like at some point throughout it. Um, and we would even bring like eight healers and people would die, which was pretty nuts. Um, so it, it was uh, definitely interesting. But now we uh, trinket every con flag and that helps a lot because it kind of frees up healing for um, for tanks as well, too. So I don't we don't have to wear like as tanky of gear because Swins actually kind of beats you up. And if the healers are like in crazy AOE mode, the tanks can just like straight die. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm so the con flag, I think, kind of helps with that, too. So we can have a lot more threat. Uh, but our biggest issue with twins is just that the fight is dumb and broken and the tanks get con flagged. That's exactly what our issue was. Yeah. Yeah. So, much. Yeah. Yeah. We've lost so, so many pull attempts to that. It's not even funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we there were obviously some healing issues we would have because we were six healing. I don't know if we six healed or seven healed that fight the first time, but like seven per sure. mending at least seven. Per, yeah, I think we seven healed the first one. Per yeah. mending is great for that fight. You prayer mend the person uh, as soon as they get the the, the fire flame, uh, whatever it's called, flame thing. And it bounces usually to the people on chain heal. Like a chain heal is amazing for that fight. We usually had three shamans on that fight, Laraka, Totems and Chris. And they just I actually got a 3.1 K HPS in that fight. I got 99 on that on that fight. And uh, one week it was in, insane how much healing went out that one time. I think both Chris and I had sustained over three uh, K HPS like the entire yeah. fight it was crazy. Yeah, they, yeah you did. Yeah, that fight. Yeah, that fight's kind of kind of weird. It's the, what's yeah, the, the real way? The... What's the real way you have to do that fight? Like, so the stat, the everyone stacking on range. That's like apparently not the old school way of doing it. No, they would do it down by downstairs by the door, and then Kafli would like run off to the side or something like that. It was just okay. everything was downstairs, but kind of. And gotcha. then I think the ranged and healers would also have to manage their shadow stacks. Right. Whereas upstairs, you don't really have to manage the shadow stacks. So much. I see. Okay. But with the tanks getting conflagged, like, I mean, it would happen almost every other pull. It felt like a tank getting conflagged, melee just boom, dead, right? And it was like, um, you know, we're trying to figure out, like, what, what else we can do. Like, so the, the way I understand this fight like, as a tank, right? You want to make sure that both tanks are on top of the uh, of threat, right? So that as soon as they yeah. get to that third spot, now they're able to get conflagged, right? So, but no, no, they were getting conflagged on the second spot, too. Oh really? That, that's yeah. what that's what Gibbs talking okay, about. That's why it's okay, broken. Okay. Yeah, so that's why it's broken. That is yeah. that is what it. Yeah, that is what the fight is supposed to be, as far as I can tell. Because it, I don't think it makes sense. Like it's not a fair fight when tanks get conflagged. I feel like no, it, yeah. it's it, it, you can do it still, but it's insane. And we would have fights where tanks would get conflagged in the second position multiple times in the fight it, it was absolutely insane there were nights where we would wipe for like an hour and a half because every time a, the second tank would get conflagged and we really didn't know what to do it felt like we were doing something wrong we tried out like doing different misdirect stuff maybe it was like how quickly you got to second threat but uh, it just seems to happen sometimes randomly I've well, seen guilds that it never happens to and uh, wow. so I don't know we I don't know we thought so maybe well, we thought maybe it was like if there wasn't enough people on the threat table, maybe it didn't work properly because we were sometimes just trying to not cast anything and let them get threat. And that seemed to like almost every time the off take would get it. Like if we just didn't mm. do anything. Something huh. that something that you also pointed out, I think it was yep. Uh like with the second threat thing is since the coefficients for like range and stuff is like range needs, I think 130% threat to pull yeah. on the actual meter, it'll show them third threat, but the physical number will be higher than the second tank. 
And so I think that was probably screwing up up a lot uh, because on the yeah. oh, meter, like, or the beginning, that was definitely yeah. part of the mass con flagging, I think, um, because it'll be, yeah, like you can, uh, a, a range can be way below um, there, the percentile, but the actual number can still be like much higher because uh, huh. they don't, because the, just the, especially as a fight goes on. Um, but we, we were having some insane stuff happen. I was first tank. I got confounded uh and into a con flag so i'm i was stunned then got con flag stunned. Uh, and it was like this can't be how this fight is supposed no. to work um but uh yeah i mean we'll still wipe to that but otherwise the fight i think is uh pretty clean if you're trinketing the con flags mm-hmm. uh, and then once you get the first one down if you have most people alive we've done it with like 15 17 people alive or something going in the the, just killing the last guy is not is not too crazy hard we were talking about how annoying the debuff is though after the bosses are dead oh yeah Yeah, so i think we need to log out i think you can log out and get rid of it Mm. that is annoying though yeah Three or four minutes yeah Yeah, last week i just just let him die (laughs) i was like no i tried to sit and eat and like (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you eat it, you, yeah, we would just load people with hots and stuff. But yeah, it's we had a really weird thing happen our last kill. So Hearthstone, maybe I don't know if you melee weave, but so we have this. Um, we have a paladin who's like tanking the whatever one stays alive. I forget her name. Anyway, she's putting flame patches down. So the paladin has to move range a lot and run around the fire and tank her as a ranged tank. OK, so. We have pumper. We have some pumper hunters that melee weave. So what happens is, is whole, this goes back to the whole like melee versus range threat. They would come in melee weave, come out, and so what would happen was they surpassed. They would come in the melee weave, surpass the paladin. Then she would turn and put flames all over the raid and killed us. That, that the last the last kill we hit was well, it was almost a kill. She was like at twenty percent. You know, we're like, like yeah, she's yeah. dead. Blah blah. And then that happens. So we got to get a watch for melee weaving. <laughs> get a watch because it's right. Changes, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a huge issue that happened yeah. on Felmist once. Um, because I go pretty tanky on Felmist for the corrosive, and I think a warlock had higher uh melee threat than me, but less range threat. Mm-hmm. And when it came, when it flew down, I let it walk like across the map to me, and it walked through the warlock and turned and punched it. Yeah, yep. going, and it's like, what the heck, dude? Come on. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like, like crazy. it's like threats trying, threats fine, threats fine. Oh, you're a top yep. one threat kill. Then it's just like yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That's really Could crazy, that be yeah. the same mechanic as if like you're in a five man and a mage uh, frost nova's right when no. you're standing no, there? Next that's to that's, that's a totally how, different thing. Okay, yeah, that's just how frost nova works. So. Yeah, so so when a, the AI works when a mob's rooted, it it hit it. Oh yeah, because it's it rooted. Priority, it has a higher priority to hit whatever it can versus yep. not hit. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, so that's just, completely yeah. different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but uh yeah, it gets a little crazy. <laughs> well, but um something yeah. I oh well something I learned too. Like after the first kill I'd been in on, the second one I was talking to the locks and FJ uh, was like, oh, by the way, I tried. You can't cheese doing damage on the other boss for a parse. And I was like, it's not really cheesing. I mean, if you get damage on me, it's like, no, it re- it like it resets the boss to full health after. And I was like, oh, well, putting doom is worthless on him. Then, <laughs> like, yeah. I was just like, yeah. no, I've just been, I just wasted time before. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, 
you know, because so many bosses like that, like you can do damage to the other one, you know, while, yeah. you know, and then it's, it does help, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, if it wasn't bugged, uh, it'd, it'd be a much more of a fun fight. Right, if, it, if that threat issue wasn't there yet, but I think it would be a much more of a fun fight. Yeah, yeah. When it goes, yeah, when it goes right, it's a it's a yeah. good fight that makes sense. And uh, like the dropping stacks mechanic, I think is really interesting and cool. And there are definitely are a couple ways to tackle it in the way that we all do. Right, you could do it on the ground, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's just so crazy right now. You can just wipe, and it's <laughs> not preventable. I do have one more question that I'd love you to explain to the audience because people might not understand, but you oftentimes on that fight point out to the people your number threat, not your percentage threat. Why do you do that? We just talked about we that. We just talked Bob. about that. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. No, hold on. But I will explain it again. Uh, your percentage threat is based off your uh, the threat modifier. So there's two things. Uh, whoever's actively tanking has a threat boost. You have to do 110% of somebody's threat to pull. But for for range, you have to do I don't even know what the number is. Under thirty thirty percent, yeah, under thirty. Yeah. Um, so they have to do even more threat to pull off you. But if you're arranged and you go into melee range, then that number switches. But for being second threat, we were just guessing that this is the case. It probably is the case that even if you're not pulling threat and you look like you're third, your number threat will still be higher than somebody in melee because your threat coefficient is different. Yeah. But the the that actual threat number. Uh, is what the the mechanics are probably. Yeah. So Bob, th think of it this way. So you, you let's pretend that Yip's a hundred, which is just like the, the number a hundred, right? And the second tank, whoever that is, is at number ninety five or whatever of Yip, right? So if you if you're or whatever, sorry, that's not even that's the percentage. Let's just say ninety five, and and no one no one else is there, but you're at ranged, so you technically can't pull if you're at ninety seven. But you're higher than the 95. Does that make sense? So the the coding might be like, oh, the 97 is the person who right gets the con flag or whatever. Yeah. So 95. basically, like the, the yeah. 130 like doesn't even matter because yeah, it's the it's the, the con flag is going to the number that's higher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and all threat meters display it like factoring in the coefficient because in 99 percent of cases it doesn't matter. Uh, you only care if yeah. you're going to pull threat or not. Yeah. Right, right. That's why all the silly mages die when they go arcane explosion in melee range. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they, go, uh, they go eat it. But uh, yeah, so that that was a, a big problem for us. But uh, Twins is pretty good now. We, if, you know, we might get the conflag once or something. And why? Yeah. otherwise it just goes down. Uh, Muru ended up being the same way for us. We struggled forever. And now it feels like the easiest boss in there for us, which is very pleasant. <laughs> uh, it's very pleasant for us. But we struggled a lot. I don't know. Harskar, you want to talk about our how we did Muru yeah. and what, what you changed? Harskar like worked with a ton of of us, like a ton of different guildies and a ton of different meetings, going over different things different classes could do. Like you really min maxed our our he, he strategy. He walked amongst the common folk. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the big thing is we don't PTR or anything. So I'm going off information on guides and I need like just the whole time. Um, and like, I think most guides suggested, you know, pull the Sentinel out, have a slow on it of some sort and then have your warlocks kill those while melee is killing the melee mobs. And like we were trying this and it just felt like the damage wasn't there in our entire raid for it. Like 
the mobs would come into the raid eventually the the little guys whatever they're called the spawns of the sentinel the blood elves or no the spawn the little spawns the of the void, sentinel, uh, when you the the sentinel spawns, the yeah. spawns, yeah. oh little voids yeah yeah we wouldn't kill those in time they would come in the raid aoe or we wouldn't oh kill melee mobs in time and like we'd be it, it was it was kind of a mess like and so and we'd go back look at logs and be like man these people are really struggling to do damage or whatever and uh i don't know if def camera meldron you guys can speak to this it's really easy to get caught up in the trap of my strats fine these people need to play better and do it better yeah mm. yeah where yeah where we had i had to like rethink it and be like put these people in a position where they can succeed the best like i know i have these people who can do great damage on a single target and and when the like uh target swaps and stuff happen their their dps just like tanks and uh a, a big thing happened with um one of our hunters he was like look hunters more than any other class need these physical debuffs wrecks hunters whatever to do like real damage and uh it was butter cakes and i know he's like one of the best dps in the guild on in most cases and uh when he was doing all the target swapping and stuff it was like it just got it got really messy to where like people who should be doing a lot of damage more um so then i think we just kind of asked everybody to go look what other classes are doing of their of their spec on that boss come back to me or any of the officers and be like hey for me to perform my best i need to be doing this this and this so we we ended up doing the the strategy with we cut out all slows on the on the sentinel spawns arcane bomb don't let him come into the group and just everybody in the entire raid blew him up and we also put like five or six people who were struggling switching targets on muru full time and this seemed to like for whatever reason it just clicked everybody was being able to play their class to their like maximum ability and it kind of just went down it was it was really it was pretty cool yeah so the whole, for the level of difference we were we were like living for a long time with heroisms we were lasting until like the sixth uh humanoid spawn we we're it was like five five and a half minutes yeah, that we were on yeah. the first phase and we still had like 15 to 20 percent left on muru um now with no heroisms we kill them before the fourth humanoid phase uh wow. and then push so them you, into the next one so it's so like you guys are doing massive. the boomer strat then right you're not doing the burn strat correct no we have we only have one group and we, we don't split the groups on two sides the, the main difference between i think our strat and a lot of groups is when the void sentinels come out we kill the void sentinel uh, and then we uh we don't put any slows on their little ads we just arcane bomb them yeah. let them come in mm-hmm. and then everybody just blows everything up yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so we, we went from out with the, we, so, yeah. With yeah, the we started off with the group strat, right? Yeah. Yeah. We started off with the zoomer strat. Yeah. Yep. Then we went to the boomer strat. Then we came back to the zoomer strat. So <laughs> that's not so actually we, true. We, yeah, so we, well, the first strat we did was the two group strat. Um, remember, because the very first strat we did was a two group strat. We were doing that, but we weren't trying to burn it as quickly as possible. And then we started doing the zoomer strat we tried to with with one group tried to burn uh quickly as possible then we did the uh tried doing the one group stack but doing it slower uh so doing yeah, the boomer yeah. strat then we went back to the zoomer yeah one groups uh yeah so we had stack. so there was yeah. two major issues with us one of them was we didn't we really didn't want to do the arcane bombs we we yeah, finally sure. relented and did it. Yeah. Uh, it was a huge. Why not? Just for money or? No, it's we felt it was kind of cheating. Well, uh, yeah, that you know means, what I mean. And I, I'm not saying everyone felt that way. I'm just saying that like it was kind of like we should be able to kill the boss without them. You know what I mean? 
But um, that kind of, like that reminds me of like God. Would we have ever killed the? Uh, Lady Vash pre-nerf without the uh, right, right, without, without the little Thornlings. I guess it just feels bad using an expansion old thing to like like the first people who killed it didn't use that shit. You know what I mean? Like it was kind of like I think we got we were a little too prideful. And that was, but that was a, that was not the biggest issue. So the biggest it's issue. It's hard was, to know what the first people did, though. You know what I mean? Like the records well, aren't really like completely there, right? Yeah, but there was no Warcraft logs, but, you know, I, I don't think they could have thought about that arcane bot. Like, that, that, would, that would have been a piece of history, I think, you know? Maybe. Blizzard would, that Blizzard would have... definitely used, like, arcane torrent and other things like that, too. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But, but our biggest issue, we had, we had an issue with tank threat. Um, mm-hmm. That was significantly an issue for us. Um, and it was getting yeah. a little bit... It was a touchy subject, but it was also getting a little bit... A lot of people were getting... We're noticing it, like when Raiders notice there's an issue, right? It starts to spread pretty quickly that it's an issue, right? So people were getting pissed off. They didn't want it. They were losing money on consumes. So we had we had to make a swap, and those two things together, we got them really down. Made the we got them down within like you know ten attempts the next day. When we as soon yeah. as we made those two those two changes, we um, yeah yeah. We also first started off trying seven healing, and then we actually. We actually did me as going shadow at one point just because we didn't we needed uh another DPS. We thought maybe having two shadow priests, um, six healers, because you know, shadow can do a lot of healing for that group as well with the uh, vampiric buff, and then also giving the mana mana back to the to the mana. healers and the DPS was really nice. Um, but we we actually went away from that. So we ended up six healing it, which actually felt really good. Um, what we would do is on our, on our, uh, kill, I think we ended up having, yeah, we had three priests. We would try to shield as many people as we could and then just have everyone healers included DPS, um, you know, until at least the first ads, uh, spawn. We had healers set up on, you know, the tanks for the ads. We had healers set up on for the void tank. Now, the really cool thing was when we got ale to tank the void spawn. So before that we were dropping, um, um uh what's the name totem to uh void shake the, by the way uh, grounding grounding, uh, grounding totem to get the uh, the voids like thing yeah so al once he started tanking was reflecting that and made it a lot easier for that as well the also, warrior tank gets to shine <laughs> yeah also like you know like the the thing was too was you know we had two bears picking up um the humanoid ads at first and you know now we were able to have one of our paladins do that because the paladin initially was also picking up the void so you know having a paladin being able to pick up the mobs that were like running towards the healers was really nice right so or or and or having our druid or one druid uh, that was you know doing that well as well so as a healer you really have to watch your threat on that pool like big time if your tanks can't grab them though like our two bear our two bear tanks like have kicked the shit out of that. Now. So Bob, I had Nira, to go. Nira does okay. <laughs> I had to go five points. All I know is I don't die to it anymore. Like, yeah, I did I, put stuff in silent resolve as yeah, well. well. I well, wasn't I, there the first week when you guys were doing it. I was out of town, and I just remember seeing poor Pentha and everybody. Like he was always pulling threat, and it was like, like they took the brunt of it. And then I came in with silent resolve, and I was like, ah, yep. See, I don't pull threat. It's a well, he's, he been, was a new guy who's just like 
his first his first weeks with us were Sunwell progression. So he was like, yeah, he was sweating hard. Yeah, I had always been like either three out of five or four out of five silent resolve. And that was, you know, usually plenty. I actually had to go five out of five silent resolve. Um, and yeah, I was like, um, I can't even buff forward at this point. But we had a new priest come in the last week. It was funny. And she had zero point silent resolve. I was like, that's not going to work. We're going to need she, to. You she know, died. Respect. She died a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's um, it's it's hard. It's hard. I don't know if you, I mean, obviously you didn't have a problem with it, but you said maybe the other guy did. We were having issues with, with getting those ads picked up. It's hard. It's a hard fight. It's it's my favorite fight in there because of like, you, it's like insane that people are building threat, like as they're coming through the door and stuff. And uh, it's a huge pain, but uh, I, I felt like Druid was, is is kind of reasonably apt for it because you can, uh, you know, you have taunt on one and swipe is just kind of perfect for three people. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a it's a hard fight. And I, I if with tank issues, I, I, I don't it would have been insane to get that fight down for us. Yeah, and, we had a lot of wipes. Yeah, with, without I mean, there were some threat issues for healers at the beginning, uh, but I think we resolve them pretty quickly. And we're still, you know, we're yeah. like 50 plus wipes in before we get a kill. I, it, we didn't really have healer threat after that first night, though. Like it was. Yeah, Very yeah, but, yeah. We, I mean, we did throw in like uh, that was like a three-hour night, though. I think right mm-hmm. where we had like we had like almost thirty wipes, so it was yeah. the brunt of our. I, yeah, I think it was twenty-two or twenty-four. Yeah, I think, I think that, so. But it's 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 crazy because I'm sure everybody did this because I just saw improvements across the board. But I did a whole bunch of just trying to really up my game. Like I changed like the the best. I have the best trinkets, like, but I instead, you know, used skull and uh, and quags because casting quicker uh, in that fight really matters. You know, getting like two seeds out rather than just one on those voids before they get into the raid is huge. So that mm-hmm. they pop, you know, yeah. that type of stuff. You know, if you're on if you're on uh, Curse of Wreck. Knowing, hey, every two two minutes, I got to stop what I'm doing and get Wreck back up on Muru. That's very important, you know. Like these different min maxi things that you just do with your own class. But I'm sure everybody did that because, like, you just saw like you people just improved a ton by the end of it. And I think Sunwell forced everybody to kind of research their own class a little bit better, yeah. right? And that was cool because you couldn't just play mediocre and still clear the content and be fine. Right. Like before there wasn't a whole ton of fights that required you to be like, okay, I need to figure out what to do as this class and this spec. Right. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. I was going to say, I think Yip, you were there for this, but one of the coolest things like in the history that happened with our guild, I feel like was it was during mirror progression and it was a night after, you know, countless Muru wipes. One of our resto shamans, Elizabeth, reached out to me. He's like, hey, I have a few ideas. Uh, when can we talk? And this was on a th- after a Thursday raid, so we were done raiding for the week. And I think it was on a Saturday or Sunday. I was like, hey, yeah, let's jump into a Discord channel. So we jumped into a Discord channel, started talking about like different things, and slowly more and more people from the guild started joining the channel and giving more and more input. And it was really neat. We had like three different raid uh, setups as far as groups set out, uh, laid out, and then like people really learned a lot during that like little session. And it kind of organically came together, which was really neat. Everybody was like super positive about it, even though we had done like 40 wipes on this boss already. 
people, everybody wanted to come together and figure this out. And, uh, something that we found out is like Trank Totem abused the heck out of that on for healers. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. like having two shaman in the resto group was really, really key for us. I think. Yeah. And did yeah. you, did you, did you feel like in that in environment, people were more apt to ask questions rather than during raid? Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people are kind of afraid to speak up and, and ask a personal question when there's 25 people in the channel. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's really cool. I think looking back and like one thing I think we probably could have done better is because there were the, the thing was, is like we, we really wanted to, you know, practice one strategy and, um, you know, get that down. And then we ended up switching strategies and then going back. And I think, you know, one thing that we probably, you know, looking back, could have done a little bit better was to, um, you know, like look at what because like we were looking at you know what certain classes did really well and you know we we ended up having our uh our mages like help with um you know imp blizzarding and stuff like that but one thing i think like as a healer was you know trying to make sure that we went in there you know because like there were times where we were trying to maximize damage by kind of screwing the healers by a little bit but like not having healers uh having shadow priests not having uh, uh healers weren't able to have um um uh, you just had the totem uh you know the, the player totem player totem um because we had a um a paladin in that group as well or you know had someone in the group that couldn't you know have it in there uh, because there was a tank in that group whatever so there were some things that i think we could have probably done better but i think once we got um down to seeing that okay we can six heal this we can do it without having i think we ended up putting um like at least one of the healers in the shadow priest group and then we had you know um the other uh you know the other uh priests that they needed to they can get innervate um once we got that down and we got the arcane bobs in there too and you know we got al in there and it was just like everything came together and we, we were able to do it and i think that was like one of the times i think when, when we saw how you know where you really just need to make sure that you have you, you don't overlook something right because like every little piece is so important on a fight like moro where everyone's job or what everyone does is like really important to that fight you know whether it's a healer uh you know whether someone has to you know like throttle down their deep uh, their their threat you know with healing and stuff like that like you really come to you really can see like how just each individual and this is all of sono right like the individual's job is so much more important where in classic right one person can get away with doing whatever you know what i mean but like as time goes on now through tbc each individual is like is very um important you know and what you do is going to really you know make the whole raid go or not right yeah i think a big yeah nope sorry no it it had to be a big period of growth for us too because in our first like 35 wipes we weren't even close and i think that was something that egged on our people coming together to like figure out what to do it wasn't like okay let's like let's keep at it and we'll get it next week we were all like oh my god <laughs> we are like we're not gonna kill Muru like this like something has to happen here um and that i think was like a big thing with with people coming together i think i mean it, i think it can break some people i think some people yeah. some sometimes not be interested in that but i luckily we've like cultivated uh a, yeah. a, a good crew of people who like wanted to make sure it happened yeah I gotta everyone say one thing. I just want to say Boogie put up a really good point, too, because we also had a lot of people going on vacation. So we would go in with like one week. We'd have, oh, a great, a great group. You know, we had like four warlocks. We had all the perfect healers. And then next week, you know, two of our healers are gone. Two of our warlocks can't come. 
And it was like we had like three weeks of that where we didn't have our best. Um, you know, we'd have a different comp almost every week. Yeah, Def and I were part Dude. of that, too. We were on vacation yeah. for a week. And yep. locks are important on that fight, man. It's crazy oh, yeah. how much more locks make the fight easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, it was the most it was the most challenging, but it was also the most rewarding kill for sure for us. Yeah. For us, I think yeah. one thing, too, once we got Muru down, we felt very confident about how we got Muru down. Like, more confident, I think, than we feel about Calgos to this day, right? As to, like, yeah. what can happen, well, right? I feel like I think you, we figured out the mechanics and we were confident we could do it again, as opposed to, I think, the first time we got down twins, it was kind of like a hodgepodge of, hmm. yeah, okay, we could probably do that again. Well, right? that's what, like, right after we killed uh, Muru, I think it was Jasmine said, well, I don't know if we could do that uh, again next week. And I was like, well, I think we got it down pretty good. I mean, our first attempt, we got it to 1%, you know, and then we dropped it on the third. That was the first time we dropped it. Like, uh, it was just three attempts that week to get him down, right? I think so, yeah. Um, it was, for us, it's always the last poll of the fucking night. Always. Oh, always, always. It's like a meme poll. in our guild. I, 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 like I say, all right, guys, this is the last poll of the night, and then we kill the boss. That's fine. I'm like, why, why, why? It just pisses me off. I go, I go through like 20 scrolls, yeah. 20 agility and strength scrolls, and those are hugely expensive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's insane. Um, the last thing that I have to say from a tank perspective that, uh, well, it's not really a tank perspective, but it made the fight really easy was holding the humanoids just directly in the raid stack, and mm. instead of like instead of trying to run them over. To the void spawns for AOE when we started arcane bombing using no slows, letting everything run into raid and then blowing yeah. it all up, push the humanoid damage. Like we were going from like uh tanking a couple of humanoids still to when the next ones were coming out. Uh suddenly they were like going down with, with like 10 seconds left for us. Yeah, uh, because we were just kind of holding it there and not slowing and stuff. So it really we made did it a the lot same better. exact thing. Yeah, and yeah, dragging those mobs around thing. is insane because one of them casts. <laughs> I guess <laughs> so just like the me, whole time. Yeah, but. I guess just for me, it kind of feels bad. I, I know it. I know it got the boss down. I know it helped us immensely, and, and you guys too. I don't know, man. Something about using. I don't know, and and you could just say, oh well, it's it's engineering, right? Like that's that's the benefit of engineering. I I, I get it. I I totally get it. Same thing with the thornlings too. It it, it was great. But it just doesn't feel right. You know, does that make does anyone else feel that way? I don't know. I I, I, I think it feels neat. I was gonna yeah. say I understand your perspective completely, but I feel like this is like part of the charm of playing the older versions of the game. Yeah, just yeah. all the tools you can and throwing it at the bosses. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do too. I think it's like interesting use of game mechanics. Like I think it's neat. You know. Yeah, we came about it in a nice way too. Uh, we weren't like, ooh, the cheese stratus arcane bombs. We were just wiping. Uh, we yeah. are just blizzarding them and um, we put together it's like well these are stunnable and novable so maybe we can like stun nade them and then we're like oh maybe we can frost nade them so we tried them with the frost nades to see how that worked and if that helped uh, and then someone was finally just like I think we just arcane bombed them <laughs> so it was like a lot more natural uh, yeah. coming up um, yeah but yeah I mean it definitely I, I do feel a way about cheese strats but when a boss is beating you down that hard, I think it's <laughs> yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. I, I get it. About it. The <laughs> thornlings yeah. were bad though. The thornlings to me, those yeah. felt really weird and bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
<laughs> the trading Can we talk about phase two of Muru, though? Because I feel like phase two of Muru always seems to go smoothly, but I feel like I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off, trying to spread out from people, then trying to avoid like the void zones. And then all of a sudden I find myself like right in front of the boss with the melee running at me. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm and in the go back the other way. Yeah, I, 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 exactly. I feel the same way as melee. Like the first phase for us is super easy and chill. Like everyone yeah. else is losing their fucking minds, right? The warlocks are losing their minds. The engineers are losing their minds. The tanks are losing their minds. The healers are losing their minds. And melee is just like, okay, we run out of this shadow and just keep DPSing, <laughs> right? But then the second phase happens. You're like, oh my God, where am I standing? Is there a thing I can purge? Oh my God. So like, it's the exact opposite. I need opposite to get out of this. I need to yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. I'm away from this person. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. I like, I had like on our, was it our, it was our, I think our first kill, like, like during phase two, a uh, void, uh, like the little circle on the ground, void zone or whatever dropped. And it was mm -hmm. half in the small circle and half in the big circle in the room. And the part of the big circle didn't show up. And so I had just got, got freaking res, like, like battle resed. And I throw buff on, and then I start walking, and then I just, like, look down, and I see the other half of it. I'm like, oh, God. And so, of course, I try to jump over it, and, like, I just completely die again. And then I just, like, threw my hands up in the air, and I was like, I am the weakest leak. I was <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's, it, that, that last part is crazy. But it seems to be a lot easier. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's like we never really have trouble with the last part, but I just feel like I'm running around like a maniac. Like, and I and I also yeah. have to compete with the warlocks who refuse to move, you know, away from each other. So I Dude, have to move. we do have trouble with the last part. I think that the moving is a big part because we were dying with like multiple times we have wiped with him having like 50k or less health. Mm. And that comes down to like minimizing how much we're running around like chickens with our heads cut off. <laughs> so it, it's hard. Like I've been trying to get better, but our first like our first couple of kills, I was all over the place just trying to. So I'm like sprinting away from these like darkness balls <laughs> running around, and I'm just like, I just don't want. <laughs> like we yeah. need to make sure people are hitting, but then like the the casters have to move up and stuff. Uh, and I think it's more terrifying than being a healer standing there and seeing all of the like melee and the boss running at you, and you're like, yeah, you gotta go somewhere. <laughs> it, yeah. It is hectic, but I, I do think when, when we finally got the KJ, I think the last phase of KJ was yeah. the most hectic, I think. A lot <laughs> going on there, yeah. You don't think so? Everything. It's so well, easy not, not, he not hectic. Uh, well, maybe maybe the fourth phase then. Like when the meteors are coming down, yeah, and like it's everyone's, it's before and everyone's constantly getting the fucking yeah. buff, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> After the oh ads die at 25%, after the clones die, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I feel we'll like get, it's, yeah. it's yeah. GG. Because like, yeah. everything... I, uh, I don't know because everything comes out and stuns him, and there's the RP going on. And I no, don't, it's that's the fourth phase. Yeah, it's no, it's definitely the fourth phase. Yeah, yeah. For us, it was it was the phase before that. That was hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was the phase that was yeah. the most hard. For well, us. Let's let's yeah. move into Muru. Muru was a a big pain uh, for both of us. But uh, how do you guys do now? Do you do you worry about wipes coming back to Muru? Or is that uh, pretty? Well, clean? we've only killed him twice, and that yeah. that'll be the, that'll be the total amount of times I ever kill him. So yeah, it was the second it was, time was much easier for sure. It, yeah. yeah, but it still took a lot of time. It still took a lot of wipes. It took us a, a few wipes. Yeah, because we also we had a there totally, we also had a totally different healing uh, uh, core yeah. and and a totally a little a lot of a different um yeah, yeah. group of people too. So yeah, we were okay, like yeah. blown a blown away. I was taking bets on how many wipes we'd have. 
at second week, and we just one we just one shot it. Like it was oh, like, whoa, yeah. it was, it's night and day for us. Like everything has has clicked, and it, it's become like that's really good, pretty solid now. If we if we, we die second week and then kill them, and then nope. I think this last week we one shot. We've only killed them twice though. No, we've killed them. Oh, killed them oh okay, then Mel's right. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even then, like the wipes are at like the entropious five percent. Like it's like so Ooh. close. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're yeah, we're in a comfortable position with the mirror now. But uh, KJ gave us more trouble than I was expecting, uh, personally, because mm. especially uh, I mean, everyone hyped up Muru being like the oh, Muru is the real end boss. Yeah. KJ is easy, but um, KJ had like a more clear learning curve because you yeah. just like are slowly piling on these mechanics and learning them and progressing through it. But it still took us a lot of wipes. I don't know what the number is. I don't know if we've looked, um, but it, it was still dozens <laughs> of. Uh, Let me just say, when I watched Jordy's video, like before the first time we went into KJ, I watched Jordy's video and I was like, OK, OK. Oh, yeah, I have no idea what's coming next yeah. because I feel like I just heard a novel of 20,000 different mechanics that were going to come out at me and I just have no idea what's happening now. Yeah, I have to say the videos made it 10 times worse than it was. At least <laughs> at least at least for me again, I'm melee, right? So like all I had to do was like if I got the burn deep up, move away from people, not get hit by a meteor and collapse in on the fucking thing. Like that was it. Like I, I you know what I mean, but I, I know other people had way harder jobs, but like for me it was just like pfft. I actually had a yeah. ton of fun on. I think like yeah. killing KJ for me was like killing more was great, but I kill it for me. Killing KJ was the best moment of Sunwell um, just because, you know, it being the end boss and all. But I feel like like so I'm I'm you know, where I was was a was a good spot and a bad spot. So I'm right behind the tank as the healer. So I am on the converge spot. Which also means if I get the flame dart buff. I'm in like the worst spot to like move away from people. <laughs> Everyone's around me, right? So I did would you get guys the buff. Stack or did you spread out? We well, we spread and then we stacked for the uh, you know for the for the buff for, for yeah. when KJ would do his thing. So when, if I had it and everyone would stack, like everyone's running towards me, so I would have to try to like kind of wake my make my way to the back wall. But there's like four people behind me, so I'm like, oh, excuse me, excuse me, I need to get through, <laughs> and it's just, and then you know you have to wait uh for everyone else to be stacked and then you you know the buff goes off then you can run in but like i said it's like being in the best spot but also the worst spot so right so like i'm right there for the stack but i'm so i felt so bad for the healers that every time you would see it was always like totems and someone else that would come and they would almost make it and then the thing went off and they would die they would just wouldn't make it in time for the stack uh, and I'm right there. I'm just like, ah, you know, I don't have to move anywhere. <laughs> a, a big learning curve for that part for us is people are, everyone had to learn that they can't sneak in at the last second because it yeah. has to apply a buff to you. So we had we had so many times where like people every pull someone was like with fire bloom trying to stay out and be conscientious, conscientious of other people, but they weren't getting in fast enough. And then you have two people dead or one person yep. dead. And then you do enough of those that like, you just can't, don't have the DPS to push the next phase. Um, yeah. So that was yeah. a, a big problem for us. I think starting out. Then like the, like the shield orbs start really slow. Like just one comes out and then two start coming out and then three start coming out. And like something for me that I struggled with, uh, the first, uh, the first wipes was like I would switch to the shield orb, but like it would die before I'd get a you know a shadow bolt off, and I was like, man, this is driving me nuts. I'm just wasting time. So I switched to using 
a macro that targets them and searing pain. I was able to get a lot more damage on them uh, and waste a lot less time. Also, at the very end, I got a sh- I got a shout out through TV because even though Oshley was just like trolling the hell out of him in chat, mm-hmm. he was still he was still helping me. Like, and he had me like after the ad phase every time. He had me starting to run in and get the the haste buff, which was yeah. huge. And so I'd yeah, run in and then run back out. And like <laughs> we weren't really doing that with the the ranged. And like the last like two attempts, I got a lot more going uh, because of of um, that tip. But it was it was hilarious because he was like basically raid like trying to raid lead in chat. And Oshley was just ripping him. She's like, uh, you know, he can't see this right now. And he's like, I know he'll still see when he looks back at it. <laughs> she, she was just giving him all kinds of shit. He was, he, he just kept going. So it was great. Yeah. Getting those extra buffs was, we went from like just making DPS checks to obliterating them just from, um, when the first transition happens, when you kill the ads, we all stacked and got a buff then. And then went to DPS before the, this is before the shield, right? This is like just, um, at the, and so that was huge. Um, and we actually were like, do we even need the lust? Because it, because you know, you don't, you don't benefit from lust as much with, with that. Cause it doesn't stack. So it's like, of course we still lust it, but I'm saying like our first well, isn't kill. Isn't that why I, you I, lust first with the melee? Yeah. I think Yip came we, up yeah, with that. We, during... we started just lusting right as KJ comes up. Um, we, the only reason we didn't do that, cause there's no, there's no point. Yeah, like, like it doesn't yeah, matter that much. It yeah, just it yeah. doesn't stack. And the first yeah. thing the dragon does when we want yeah. to lust anyway, the first thing he does is blink haste our melee. So it was like there's no oh right. So we, lust we, doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, so we stopped. We stopped having him do that. We just had him bust the whole raid. And there was times where we'd all stack up, and then we we get lusted or whatever the hell it is. But then you know you gotta be really fast because like uh, he'll do the um. The fire dart or flame dart. Fire darts, flame darts. So you have to get out really yeah. quick. But we got it down, and that was huge for us. Yeah. Well, I think one of the biggest issues we had, uh, like getting to the phases, was we kept on losing people to the ads. So the ads would spawn. We get yep. the the warriors would spawn, and first of all, they would just like ru- we kept on. Ru- they would always beeline it like right to poor uh, poor Malphite, or one of our druid healers. It would just like beeline <laughs> it right to him, kill him or chris immediately they would just kill like one of our healers immediately and so our tanks had you know we're getting better at picking them up but then you know the melee run and then they just start whirlwinding and they just kill everybody and they're like oh my god dude they just killed like half yeah. our fucking melee i feel like we didn't have much trouble with the ads did well we? uh our our paladin take was really good about calling it out early stop stop cleave which i yep, think yeah. helped a lot yep we did the same out of curiosity, how, how did you guys handle uh, the person that was going in the dragon? Well, did you guys run three tanks on this? Did you drop a tank? Did you have one picking so up? So we had we had a our first kill. We had a warrior tank and a so we, so we had a druid main tank in KJ. We had a um uh we had a uh pro- protection warrior that was no wait hold on. Bino was getting the ads. The Bino wasn't in our first kill. Oh right, we had. Um, Biff main tanking. We had Al. Al. No, no, no. It was okay. ads, right? No, 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 and no. Then, it was no, no. It, our first kill was uh, Biffster tanking and the Paladin. That was it. Yeah, and we had we had Al help when the Paladin was inside the vehicle because our 
our prod paladin was in the vehicle. He was in the uh, okay. dragons. Oh, yeah. so that seems yeah. like a... yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. It was McBuffington on his paladin. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It wasn't Beto. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I think that that's kind of similar to how we did. So, our second feral tank is like he's like a world-class feral DPS. He's incredible. So we're like, mm-hmm. have that dude DPS. Don't worry about tanking. He even mm-hmm. respect and everything for that. So we had Yip tanking the boss. And then our prop probably was getting all the ads and doing the dragon. Yeah. So the reason some of the trouble we ran into is the ads weren't dying fast enough for him to get in the dragon. Come oh. buff rejuvanas by the time the flare was coming out there, the dart rather. So we did like almost a hybrid strat where we had the melee stack on the tank and they were the first ones to get the buff. And then he would go mm. buff the ranged. Um, and we, we had the rain. We had the melee stack on the tank the entire fight. That's okay. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we didn't have, yeah, that was one of the, we had issues with the, with the ads killing people, but we never mm. had an issue killing the ads. Okay. Yeah. Like we had yeah, issues well, with, the, with the ads just running and killing people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We were probably doing opposite things. You, you guys are, we're hitting them right away and our guys are just not hitting them soon enough. Yeah. Um, so right. we, we thought that's what it was, but it's not that it's they weren't killing the people that were attacking them. They were killing random people. Right. Oh, okay. So they, they would spawn. Right. And we would say, stop, cleave, don't do anything. And I think what happened is the tanks were taking too long to get there. Mm-hmm. They would break because yeah. after five seconds, they break no matter what. And yeah. they would just beeline it to a healer or someone else and kill them. Yeah. It sounds like they were going yeah. to healer threat and yeah. Yeah. Tanks just weren't yeah. getting threat on them quick enough. Yeah. OK, so we had to, yeah. we had to tighten that up. Yeah, yeah. I usually go help if uh, something like that's happening because I don't have to actually like be at KJ at that point in time. Yeah, so I'll like go charge back and try to grab one that's going wild. But uh, yeah, it hasn't been that part. That part hasn't been too crazy for us. Um, I think the ads probably are cause of most of our wipes on KJ. To believe it or not, I think it was an issue with getting tanks there quick enough. Um, and uh the other thing like, like we'd have like two or three people dead for the next phase and then it would just there wouldn't be enough enough yeah, healers yeah, like, like that yeah, you know yeah. so we'd call yeah. a wipe early a lot like i had to wipe just die mm-hmm. yeah yeah funny enough ours were mainly i mean we had some fire bloom deaths like um especially with our melee stacking i think it was easy for a lot of fire blooms to hit a lot of people mm-hmm. um yeah. at once especially because we would have like yeah, we have like a mage blink in and then stay in melee too long and then you know, warlock would run in and stuff and stay in uh, so the blooms are hitting a lot of people but i feel like a, most of our deaths were from the shield and people just coming in too late oh, okay. and it's just such a compounding problem because you have you know on average like 1.5 people will die per shield for yeah. a lot of our early temps so then you know you're four shields in and you just don't have the dps anymore and we're kind of just favorite. like we fizzled out yeah, my favorite were the times where like, <laughs> like just getting used to the shield and the dragon mechanic and poor Gunt with his like pet bar, like not working the way that it was supposed to be the first night or so. And then <laughs> we'd get in there and then like he'd drop the shield and then it would expire right before the thing would go off. I think that happened like once. I don't I, I do not in. envy that job at all. No, I don't I either. So, like I would not want to have to be the guy. Looks like it sucks. <laughs> yeah. I but, do think shield orbs were a big portion yeah. of our difficulty. Yeah, I think I think the fire bloom deaths that we had, it was always like shield orb hits and then they died to fire bloom, I feel like. Yeah. Well, the shield orb yeah. is just it like in the positioning, especially if you're positioned on the back closer to a wall, it was really hard to angle the camera up to be able to see. Yeah. So like I'm basically like looking at my butt that in 
entire fight because I'm watching up in the air for the shield orbs. Made it a lot easier with the macro, and I shared that macro with one of our other locks, and he 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 was like, dude, that like was night and day. So like it just made it easier to be able to target them quickly. Uh, but like just seeing them and like knowing when they're close enough, because your your target macro will work whether you know they're in range or I'm not. You have to like really kind of know when they're there. And so I don't know. That was a big pain. It was a, there was just a lot going on in that fight. The, yeah. the stupid spikes that shoot down. The spikes. That's exactly what I was going to say. I th- yeah, dude. Yeah. I think it was really nice. Harskar at one point goes, okay, guys, this is the only time the spikes come out. Just watch for spikes. Just watch for spikes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that kind of helped me like, oh, okay, okay. I could, you know. Right, and- the spikes are so obvious to me. I don't understand. Now, I can get melee. Yeah, melee is rough. I don't get it. That right. was okay. the issue. The melee but, would get hit by them. Yeah. Yeah, but the right. problem the melee was getting hit was not because we were melee. It's because you it's because we them, weren't. Right? No, we weren't moving them fast enough. Yeah. So That's exactly what was the reason why we melee would die to spikes was because the ads would get picked up by the tank, and we would say, "Tank, you got to move it away from the front of his face because there's less of a distance for it to travel." Mm-hmm. And two, you have to move the mobs. So. So he was. So our tanks were dragging them. As long as they were dragging them, melee was fine. But if we weren't dragging uh, them fast enough, we would die. Because they would just keep going to where it, was, it, would, it, would, it would go like this. Like because you would, yeah. ta- one of them would tank him in front of KJ's face, and and, and it would just go like this. Like the spike would come out okay. and kill us. You know what yeah. I mean? It we wasn't just, like, like we yeah. purposefully do that. Yeah, we like do that on purpose right now. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're yeah. like trying to min-max DPS. We should do that, actually. We should bring him away from the boss. That'd be yeah. way <laughs> what, yeah. what you're describing is just our strategy. We're all stacked. They're getting whacked <laughs> yeah. by Spike. Yeah, that's yeah. So we're so yeah. That's why we're moving them because like basically there's they just come out of his face and go boom right on us. Like there's like no reaction time, and everyone's like melee. Stop getting killed by the spikes. I'm like, where? Well, you want us not to kill the ass? Actually, like, actually I think what's yeah, happening yeah. now. Yeah, I think what's happening now is a uh, melee are on ads less. Um, okay. And they spread around KJ a lot of the time. We'll all get hit by one, and the people are like, "Oh God!" And they start running. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the one time I was talking but, yeah. about when yeah. the range, like when I see a spike hit like the warlock, and then the mage and a healer, right? Like, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at my healing bars, but I feel like there's so much time <laughs> that that spike yeah. is coming just directly at you. Yes, that you are correct. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a, it's a very easy mechanic to dodge if you have time to dodge it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's just I like, it was Armageddon, uh, but, you know, <laughs> I can't. I okay, that. okay, but I feel like that phase four, I think, when there's uh, like spikes and the Armageddon fireballs and, and like shield orbs and everything's everywhere. Else, I feel like it's just chaos. And I'm like, I think I'm standing in a spot where nothing's going to hit me for the next three seconds, but I could be completely wrong and I could be about to get bombed with a Armageddon. It's so <laughs> easy to miss the Armageddons. I feel like it's like sensory overload. Everything I, looks the yeah. same. So much is going on. And I'm like, suddenly someone will be like, there's one underneath us. Right, dude. dude <laughs> I, so yeah, on our first KJ kill, I fucking, I hate, I hate dying on a first kill. Right. It's like, it's like Cthulhu. Remember he died on Cthulhu? Yeah, 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 double, <laughs> yeah, double penetrated by uh, by by tentacles. Yeah. Uh, so what else, Maldron? What else has he died on first? No, that's not true. So <laughs> I um, we we would stack right, and uh, I was my my spot was on the stack point right. So as soon as you stack, like the Armageddon is going to come to that point because everyone's there, right? 
So the Armageddon started right before everyone left. And so I'm sitting there and I notice at the very end that shit, I'm standing on the end of the Armageddon. So I, I run and I, you can see I have a clip. The Armageddon comes down and at the very end, I'm like out of it. But it just I guess it just bashed or I died on it. And I was like, I was so pissed because at the first <laughs> you couldn't see it. Right. Because everyone's stacked there. And that's, I think, why it's so easy to miss it, too, because like when everyone's stacked on that point and everyone's running out, you know, like it, the Armageddon has nowhere else to go because it goes on the person. Right. So it's going to go to that stack point. And I was so pissed, man. I was like, God damn it. But I was calling every percent. I was like five percent, four percent, three percent, two percent, one percent. And then he died. And it was it was like such an awesome feeling getting KJ down because it's like you have now the entire expansion behind you you know what i mean and it's like yeah you did yeah. one of the hardest raids that you know we've ever done together and uh, had a, up so, yeah. so that's the question was this harder than next so we, I, we talked yes. about this a little bit what's that i say I yes i say yes only because the average difficulty is much higher max has a ton of bosses with some highlights that are tough but i think sunwell has like an insane average difficulty per boss. Okay, yeah. second question. I think I next agree, without world buffs. That's what I was going to say. That was my, yeah, that was my I thought. Would be healer, another story. I think as a healer, Sunwell was infinitely harder than Nax. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Sure. It was like it was like a. I mean, it was probably good for us. I think our our healer core grew a lot, especially because we don't have like a heal leader uh, or anyone who's like comfortable taking that position on. So it's always tough, and it falls on hard scare a lot to just like on the fly be like, "Well, what's going on?" <laughs> and like, how do we fix this? Um, yeah. So like, I think we really like nailed it down a lot better. Um, Penta and I bonded as our holy priest duo, you know, talking about different things, and <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's great. Nice. So how often did you get to CHO to COH this fight? Oh, only yeah. uh there's only yeah. 90% of my heals just now. <laughs> That's like yeah. Listen, it was the worst when we went to like KJ and I was like, well crap, nobody's stacked up close I enough. Know, I know, I know. to mean anything. Now I gotta do something else. Like Renew was boss was <laughs> yeah. king on that fight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Prayer yeah, I, and Renew yeah. and Shield. But I, I do I do think it was harder than next, but I, I would have liked to do next within world buffs. To see what that well, we did kill. Like. We did kill. We killed every. We killed every buffs. boss without yeah. world buffs, but not like not um like a whole raid. Okay. Night yeah, not a whole raid. raid. We like you know we we we, we killed KT without world buffs once. Mm -hmm. We killed. Um, but after you that, had all the gear, right? Right, right. We killed Saffron without it once. No, once. more than one. It was more than no. Once. It was once that. without any world buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more than once because we wiped so many times, and then we would wipe, and then we would go back yeah. with no real buffs, and then kill them. You know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I know mm -hmm. for sure we killed four horse once without world buffs. We felt pretty good about that. Yeah. I can't remember Saffron or KT how many times. I we don't did. know if we've ever done Saffron no world buffs. We did KT um, though. I don't think so. KT, yeah, KT. Yeah. Whatever yeah. was too. Our big first kill was without world buffs on KT. I think yeah. that yep. that might have been the same for us because we yeah. well, we wiped a couple times, so it must have. Yeah, been. we we had wiped, and it was probably like yeah. last pull of the night, everyone, and we killed it somehow. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> how it ever, always is. Always. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, mechanically, us. Sunwell is definitely harder. Yeah, yeah, than for sure, hundred percent. And there's definitely a lot more. Um, what, what would you call it? Like single um responsible like responsibility on the on the player right much more that because you know nax was still the days of 40 man raids where you could have a couple people 
that weren't, you know, you know, someone could die and it's whatever, right? But <laughs> if someone has, you know, Firebloom and they, you know, fuck it up and they kill four other people, right? There's like so much more responsibility on the player, I think. And that happens more so as, you know, the expansions go on. But I feel like it was a good mix of player responsibility and, you know, other like, you know, not just being, oh, it's a DPS race or, oh, it's this, you know, you have healers who need to do certain things. You have DPS need to do certain things and tanks, you know, doing their own thing as well. And I feel like it was, you know, whereas Nax, yes, was difficult, but it was difficult for other for other reasons, too. Right. You know what I mean? I think yeah, it was this mostly was- having it's I think Nax's difficulty comes from. Like, it's the first time where the 40 people actually have to do something together. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know. Before Nax, like, you could have people sleeping and yeah. kill bosses, you know? Yeah, 100%. Like, I think, think Nax was more coordinating the 40 people yeah. to do what they were supposed to do than it was mechanics for individual classes and things like yeah. that. Yeah, Sunwall yeah. definitely rules, though. All the mechanics are awesome. I have stuff to do as a tank. The rest of this expansion was, like, pretty boring as a tank i would say this is like the only interesting raid yeah um, i would say it's, wh- for healers it's the difference between like trying to get the fastest heal off so you can heal somebody before somebody else heals them because that was the only way you were yeah. Yeah. Healed. Yeah. <laughs> Versus, I, like, I still can't believe how much of a huge letdown bt and uh hydra were though for me personally as someone who never did it that was yeah it was really super, was super. The thing i was looking forward to the most but yeah me too i me enjoyed too. black temple about hydral <laughs> definitely nobody at least as a as a lock i freaking (laughs) wanted to like i just wanted to just curl up in a ball and die (laughs) i I enjoyed black temple only in the regard that i hated tempest keep and ssc by the end of the tier (laughs) yeah i was like i hate this dumb raid i don't want to be in here uh so that was, was like i think it was like refreshing and i think like reasonably timed uh raids like hijal got boring but it only took an hour it's like it's kind yeah. of like a medium ground but yeah no, no. i don't know go over like our first night killing kj though like and how crazy it was K- kj was nuts because it was like an, i feel like we we didn't luck into a kill but i feel like we accidentally killed it like i i personally <laughs> didn't think we were gonna kill it we had a really nice run we killed muru with what how long left probably an hour 45 minutes 11 it was almost 11 so we had an hour left in raid and we one shot muru and we we didn't wipe on hardly anything i think felmis we wiped twice and eldra twins we wiped once but other than that everything was like a one shot it was like a really smooth raid yeah we one shot twins too that week oh man that's uh, yeah yeah, like yeah we were we were just flying through um we killed muru and our first KJ attempt was pretty decent. We didn't we didn't hear right off the bat, which I think I I know it doesn't seem like it helps, but it does make the fight shorter, which I think is like still good. Um, so we we didn't do that. And then we saw a, we had a good attempt. I don't know what percent it got down to, but I think it was like one of our best attempts yet. So maybe right at the 25 percent mark or like a 29 percent mark. We had still been struggling. Yeah. yeah, we had still been struggling at that point um to like get that far and i was just hoping like oh we're gonna have a refresher night we're gonna like make sure everyone remembers what all the mechanics do 
our second attempt goes horribly. I think we like die, lose some people on the way in, <laughs> like from the from the, like the mages. Sometimes those like first mobs for some reason, like sometimes it's like oh smooth, and then sometimes I'm like circle of hewing like half mana by the end of the first I, like three mobs, and I'm like, I, what is happening? I feel like I mean I could be wrong. Maybe we're calling for this. But when all three mobs are arcane bombed, I don't know why we're wasting stun DRs into them. Um, and then, like, by the time the last one's not arcane bombed, then, like, the stuns don't do anything anymore. So that happens sometimes. But, uh, yeah, we lost a couple of people there, which is unfortunate. But then we go in for a third attempt and we just kill it. Like, everything was smooth. We lost six total <laughs> people. All of them had onks or soul stones. So we everyone was alive at the end. And it kind of felt like... Going into phase five, if you have mostly everyone alive, it was pretty easy. Once we had the yeah. two dragons up, like as long as shields are coming up and everyone's running in uh, to the shield, we're pretty much going to kill it. Uh, and that that was exactly what happened. Uh, it was like shocking. I was like, oh, all right, we'll just do it in three pulls. I guess <laughs> like we weren't that close before. It was like our first time sub 20 percent and it goes all the way down. So mm -hmm. it was pretty yeah. right. And we it had was like a two and a half hour of raid. And we were like. Uh, no. <laughs> oh weird okay yeah we're done <laughs> like all right i think most people were expecting at least a thursday kill so that was nice yeah nice yeah it was a great feeling well you guys and, uh yeah. talk about your guys's first kill three uh i mean you know they were they were pugs that were pretty well well vetted but didn't you guys have three pugs for your first kj kill um, no, we didn't was, have any pugs. Was was excellence and was it I the night that Ale said we had no pugs for KJ for sure. We had an alt for KJ. Oh, maybe it was they had an alt for KJ. Yeah, there huh. was one night where we had yeah. excellence. Um, we had people come in, but we never killed any bosses with them. Unfortunately, no, no, oh. we, killed, we 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 killed bosses. We no, we never killed our our first Muro kill was all guild, and our first KJ kill was all guild. Oh, huh, because okay. Ale. Yeah. Oh, Ale couldn't. Bob, Bob, I think you're confused because Ale's actually a pathological liar. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Ale was, was good at uh, three pugs in the raid, though. Yeah, because yeah, there was a first... night we had three pugs in the raid. Yeah, yeah. Well, was it your or was it your second KJ kill or something? Like, because it was no, a, that was all I thought it was too. a yeah. it was a Monday night, and Ale ended up going to your raid. He was like, "All right, we're gonna try uh, KJ with three pugs. Wish me luck." Yeah, and then they no. probably didn't kill it. No, no there was, maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was an attempt we had on there with the huh. three pugs, but yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. think it was the night we killed because I know we got. So you guys beat us on Muru, and then we got KJ down before you guys did, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think what happened was one of those nights, maybe where that we already killed Muru, that we were attempting on KJ. Maybe it was something like that. Yeah. I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean, it was really nice because Zexlance came in, um, No Hit Jerome came in, and it was someone else, forget, um, and they all came in, and I mean, they were like, they were pugs, but they were great players, you know what I mean? I mean, they're they're stacked, and they got really good stuff, and yeah. I think um, they definitely helped us out, because like we said, we had a lot of people on vacation, we had a lot of people who were just um, not able to make certain nights. And we I think that was one of the biggest struggles that we had was that our roster was changing every night. Our healing comp, uh, comp was changing every night. Uh, you know what I mean? And that was a really big struggle going in to Sunwell where you need, you know, certain amount of healers, certain amount of DPS and this and that. Right. 
I feel like our raid's been pretty good about having enough people that we have like pretty consistent fill-in people, right? Yeah, we're in a super healthy spot right now where we have DPS fill-ins, we have healer fill-ins where I think we're at 29 players. So there's always people sitting, which is tough. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, it's tough, tough to manage, but everyone's been really cool and we've been able to cycle in people in and out really well. And we have a we have a big loot sheet where where people can fill out like the stuff that they don't care about as much or the bosses they want to be in on. Yeah, so we can cycle people pretty to... well. And um yeah, we have like the depth, I guess. I mean it's not that deep, but those four extra people are not like four like people who can't make the cut it's just like four extra people <laughs> so well, like we, with any comp we can kill stuff like they consistently like you consistently bring them in to the rotation so it's not yeah. like if somebody's out somebody else is filling in for the first time right it, yeah, exactly like they're getting the play time on every boss so when we do have people missing it doesn't matter what our comp looks like we can still kill the bosses um Except yeah. for when Mel's gone, we can't do anything when Mel's gone. Yeah, we usually just cancel a raid when Mel's gone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ah, forget it. What's what's the point? Yeah. I feel like Mel's gone the most, so that's definitely not true. Yeah, it, I mean, the spreadsheet is just a thing where you put, if you don't have any BIS gear, it, it, it helps. I mean, they, they basically make, they might talk about it at Officer, but they make Yip be the bad guy and bench everybody. <laughs> so that... Uh, so, so that you know like everybody's just like god damn it you benched me yeah it's, <laughs> that's how it goes it's tough to bench people but this is the we have the best group of people to bench <laughs> right now it sucks to bench somebody who like isn't confident or like right will take the benching very personally or something that's where it's the worst where they're like what did i do wrong to get benched but usually it's got nothing to do with that <laughs> i feel like i it's used to like, get excited when i'd get a soul stone and now when harskar's like yeah put a soul stone on mel i'm like oh damn it i've been dying too much haven't i that's why i get a soul stone now <laughs> well now well now we're out of progression so we're back to just like full-time auto soul, uh, soul stoning. I know, I was kidding, though. <laughs> it did get to the point where we had to soul stone specific people because they were usually the ones that died first or something. Yeah, well, some some bosses, it just makes it easier if, like, fell missed. Like, let's just make sure if the priests die, they'll, they'll be yeah, that's coming fair. back up. Yeah, I think that, I will uh, say, every time Bob says, also stone Mel, I'm like, ah, oh, why? Why are you the one that's going to soul stone me? Dude, I'm, <laughs> I am so meticulous with it now. Like, you see, like, I walk right up to the person, I stand on them, I click on them, and I cast. And if yeah, they, so and if they Bob move, I stop. And I, re, and I redo it again. <laughs> Bob has soul stoned himself, like, multiple times when he's asked to soul stone a hero yeah a hero. i don't know what and the deal every was time it's like it's like i don't know what happened i was targeted on that person we're like sure <laughs> i now l like while i'm casting it i literally hold my breath and i'm like mm. oh they're gonna say you hold all or something like that I'm like oh that's why <laughs> no no i don't like it's like it's it it drove me nuts because everybody's yeah, like, like, "Oh, you're doing it on purpose." Time, but I think oh, one thing shit. that's really cool about both of the guilds, and maybe you guys just want to talk about it a little bit as leadership, but both of these guilds went through the entire the entire content MC through Sunwell Plateau 
as a guild, like that's a pretty big accomplishment. Do you anybody want to talk about what that was like to kind of end it out here, or what that's been like? Uh, I think that uh, for me, like the reasons why I was able to do it or why we were able to do it is I knew I kind of I think if I had one thing, like I'm not the best battlefield strategist, I'm not the best you know player i'm not like the brain behind every decision i just i'm really good at judging i guess what people are good at i'm putting those people in positions of power i think that's why we're successful at least for me like i'm going from my perspective right like as if you're asking how did you do it like that's i think step number one step number two is i'm a good mediator I try to look at ways to, you know, if there's a hard decision to make, I try to look at the one that's most logical, but also the most perhaps kind to the guild at large. Um, I'm really good at that. But as when it comes to everything else, like you got to get people to do those things. Like I can't sit here and recruit. I can't look at strategies all day. I can't, uh, you know, try to figure out like what is the best optimal comp for every fight i have i have pointers and i have suggestions for all those things but it's not you know everyone everyone had a job like death camp was more of the um human resources slash hype guy you know talix was the recruitment slash guild bank slash administrative stuff navic was the raid lead and brains to all the polls and strategy ale was um yeah, kind of helped everyone do those things. I feel like the L didn't have like a specific <laughs> job, but L, but L did like he did. He has specific, and he's gonna listen to this and tell me go f myself. But there's definitely <laughs> things that he did. He was really good at like doing surveys and 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 he was probing the guild. He also really, I mean, he, he, he had a lot no. of the loot the loot list too, right? He like oh yeah, loot list. Fuck Jesus yeah. Christ, yeah. he did all the loot. Sorry, yeah. spreadsheet. So yeah, <laughs> so like, and then Bino Bino was another officer who was uh kind of like the guild um. Nice administrator <laughs> like he would do he, he would get like uh yeah. he would get like some raids like side raids and extra curricular activities figured out he would um do all the gem fills and stuff like that and so i guess what i'm trying to say is like you have if you want to lead a successful guild you have to know the right people that are going to help you do it and and empower those people and then you have to like look at big picture stuff and be like how is this going to affect the daily player right versus an officer versus a healer versus a tank. So that's, that was what I did. And it feels great to see us end like this. We didn't end in a breakup in the middle of an expansion. We didn't like stop playing. We killed all the bosses. That's all I wanted. That's all I promised people is like, Hey, here's an environment where you can play and we're going to see all the content. And we're going to kill all of it. That's all I promised. And we delivered on that. And I'm glad that I was able to do that. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I have a little insight on it, too. I think so our guild came out of a single raid team that was in a mega guild. And when that mega guild broke up, we, you know, decided that we wanted to keep our raid together. And I think one of the things looking back now that Meldron, I think, uh, and myself and, you know, and then other people got involved, Alex and and, you know, when we got more people involved, you know, Navic and Al. When Meldron and I first um, you know, sat together and say, you know, what we we're going to do. We we wanted to make a place that was a great environment, respectful, friendship, and we cared about the person, the player more than just the content. But we also wanted to see all the content, right? So we knew that we wanted to be, you know, hardcore enough to where we could see all the content, but we also wanted to 
take the person, the individual first, right? I think that's something that we did really well. And I think Meldron, something that I've noticed about him is like Meldron, he, he, he has a way of bringing people together. He really does. And there was something that, you know, almost, almost kind of like that, you know, and I think this is really important in GM, right? But they almost have that, like, that, like, um, I don't know. To me, at least, I see like Mel Ryan. He's like going to call father. me old. He's going to call me no, old. No, I was going to say like the, father, the fatherly <laughs> figure, right? There it is. See, Papa Mel. We call him Papa Mel. <laughs> you know what I mean, and Meldron was, you know, even like he said, like you know, he he was really good at finding people to do specific jobs, finding people to do certain things. But at the same thing, our 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 guild, our environment that we created was a place that we didn't want people to feel like you know they're Yes, I mean we we wanted people to get world buffs in classic and we wanted people to come consumers all like that. But we wanted people to feel like we weren't going to just, you know, throw them to the wind if they didn't meet certain quotas or didn't have certain parses or or things like that. We we always worked on the basis that like, you know, the guild together would get this and we would get there. And I think that was something that um we really like instilled and we you know had become a family like that. And you know, we're at the point now where, you know, with with Meldron leaving People, some people are going separate ways. Some people are going in other directions. But like looking back, when I see how much we've were able to do with you know being that kind, not not being the most like you know hardcore guild or whatever, we really did accomplish a lot. We really did. And I think you know, I mean, some of the most fun I had right playing in the game was like you know that we like there was a lot of clips and stuff i was looking back at just like goofy stuff and stuff like that and like i would much rather be in a place like that that is like you know being in the you know, yo you know like you know yelling at each other like you know, yo taunt you know kind of whatever you know, all that kind of just like you know what i mean like that kind of environment <laughs> yeah. right taunt so yeah, yeah well like i mean like you know and i think that that's something that when i play this game that's something that I want to make sure that, you know, continues. Like if I'm going to play it in a way where I'm having fun with people and, you know, I've been, like whether it's, you know, Meldron or obviously he's not gonna be playing in the future, but I think like that's something to keep in, in mind like going in the future is like this game, we play it because, you know, we have fun playing it and we, we enjoy it. And I think there were times when I remember back in original wrath, um, when had things had gotten out of hand when, you know, Meldron had uh, left and I was, you know, uh in charge of the guild back then and i, I realized like this is something i, I don't want to do i don't want to run a guild i don't have those qualities to do it by myself um and like where it started to feel like a job or whatnot and, like that's the thing is like you want to i i think it's important to make sure that the game never feels like a job it never feels like something that you have to get on and do and like oh man i don't want to raid tonight or i don't want to go on like that i think that's something to keep in mind too right to keep in, uh, important to, at least for me is to make sure that I'm always having fun and not, you know, doing it like it's like a job or something like that. That's something that Harshkar has mentioned to me before specifically that like, this is a game. He wants people to have fun. He wants people. Mm -hmm. Harshkar, do you want to, and yep. Do you guys want to talk a, a little bit about Varg? You want to go first? Yep. You want me to go first? You got it. You're the GM. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess going from MC to Sunwell, super proud of the guild. Super. I feel like, Personally, I lucked into a great group of people um, from Officer Corps to, I mean, everybody's heard of our legendary Guild Bank, which has been awesome. Kim running that with Mira. Um, I think the main thing, I guess, that I have is perseverance. We haven't given up is all. And the, um, 
I guess seeing where the guild came from, which was I wanted to start a guild in classic because I was playing with like 12 to 15 real life friends. And I knew we could never, ever all join a guild together. And that's the reason I originally started it to today where the only people left from that group are my fiance and one other friend. Really. And the guilds just like flourished into this awesome thing. And I've made like tons of friends and everything. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's been an, an awesome journey. I don't know if, if you add in whatever you want. Yeah, no, we, I think, uh, a big thing is we've had a very consistent officer core too. We've never had like, I think officer drama is a guild killer. Uh, yeah. But we've all been like super chill or if we have any problems, we handle it in officer. There's not like, we don't let anything like spread out to guild for the most part. Like no, none of the off when we make a decision, none of the officers are like, I can't believe Harscare <laughs> wants to do it this way and stuff. You know, like we usually have each other's backs with whatever gets decided. Um, and then, yeah, like we've just cultivated people like we've we've gone through a ton of people. Um, but by having like a consistent officer uh, core and having like a lot of people are we ha- we all have like a couple of friends in the guild, which makes up like a decent sized core or people we've played with since classic who know what we're all about, that it kind of keeps like the culture pretty easy. We only have to ever have to recruit a couple people in. And if they don't work out, they don't work out and they're not like a good fit. And the people that we brought in, we've just been kind of like hammering at the guild um, since the beginning of, of Molten Core. So I think like we're in like we've only ever gotten like healthier and healthier as a guild uh, is a good way to put it. And I think that that's like every iteration of the loot systems. I think a loot system is actually a good one. <laughs> we've we've iterated our loot system so many times <laughs> to cause as little friction as possible. I think that's another big, <laughs> a big one uh, that uh you know, we leave it up to the system and people aren't getting mad at each other. Uh, very rarely do I feel like uh, people in the guild get mad like at each other uh, for stuff, which we try to keep it that way. So, yeah, that's really good. Um, that's a good thing yeah. to curtail, too. Yeah. 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 So it is. It's it's usually chill. And when people are like super burnt out, like people are usually covering for each other pretty well, too. You know, people mm-hmm. people get burned out all the time. So we have a, a lot of us have been playing since like phase one classic. And it's that is nuts. Um, yeah but uh you know as long as people show up to raid uh we get through it and uh yeah it's uh it's been good for sure just talking about it from like so like harskar is one of the most even keel people i've ever met like i mean he's able to i mean you you know he's got to get angry at times but he's able to not really show that (laughs) like hardly at all ever and i mean just the way he looks at different things and, you know, I can only speak for me, but different times I've had different problems. He really comes back with like, you know, something that like really makes sense to me. Like, I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't think about it like that. You know, and that's a huge thing for a, a, a GM to have like power doesn't seem to have ever corrupted him at all. And then yep is like, basically, you know, has become the enforcer, you know, like he's like, He's like, I'm going to, you know, we're doing this, you know, like, and you kind of need one of those guys, you know, that isn't, a, you know, that isn't off, that isn't afraid to like take some backlash for, you know, for instance, benching people and stuff like that. So yeah, I think like, I don't want to talk about like, there, there's a bunch of other office officers, but they're not here. Just specifically talking about the two, the two guys that are here. Like, that's something that I, that I've seen going through, through this guild. Yeah, I think we have a lot of similar uh, approaches to things, and that's what makes us successful. Or, yeah, it was for me, but 
is still for you guys. Speaking of which, yeah. any plans for the future of Varg? You want to talk about? <laughs> um, I think a lot of stuff is still in the works. There's definitely going to be changes. I want to, I want to level up the guild like we did from classic to BC. I think the the guild is just like light years better, healthier uh, at the game than we were in classic. So I want to take that same step for uh, Wrath. And nothing set in stone yet, but we have a lot in the works. I think Yip can speak to. We have a lot of ideas floating out there. So, yeah, um, I would I would love to see a bigger uh, portion of like alt stuff as well too. We messed up at the beginning of TVC. We were like slow to get a second raid or alt raids going. So we ended up with a lot of people either leaving who could have helped us in the second raid, or we ended up with like alts. We have a lot of alts who like are are in GDKPs or a lot of alts that are. Even we're in other guilds at the beginning of TBC. I remember a lot of people were uh, in a in a funny way, kind of like making a stand like, fine, I'll just leave with my alt then if we're not doing all raids <laughs> and stuff. Um, so like getting that kind of stuff online will be uh, easier, I think, with more 10 man modes, but also just like Wrath is really good for that kind of stuff. So oh, I think yeah. that'll be a lot of fun too. I feel like uh, finding that balance beginning. after 40 man raids, right? And after like, everybody going through classic and as long as it took i think tbc most people you know dungeon farm to get up and like there was a lot of burnout i feel like at the beginning of tbc even that the idea of starting alt raids for a lot of people was like oh <laughs> and on it yeah honestly the the biggest i'm just glad we don't have to deal with squishing a 40 person raid down to 25 especially because so many people were bringing their friends into the guild we had so many we had our 40 probably went down to like 32 or something from people who didn't join us in tbc and everyone brought two friends and it was like (laughs) everyone wants everyone thinks they have a spot for some reason we have eight warlocks we've got seven rogues it's like what is happening (laughs) how do we handle this uh but you don't have that kind of crazy growing pain this time we had three rogues but it felt like seven (laughs) we had uh, you're you're forgetting about you're forgetting about a couple other rogues we had five Uh, at the very least so well i don't count i don't count uh slip because he couldn't um, make our raid times you you probably forget but um stricken played at the beginning of tbc oh um, he did i re- he helped me with one of the quests yeah i totally yeah, forgot and then, that uh then Cade's brother k kick or something oh yeah okay all right i'm and totally like, wrong it actually well, was we seven a, we have a kid <laughs> but like they, none of them were like in contention for a spot really but they still wanted to be so it's like it's just such a hassle to try to squish everybody down so we won't have that problem i mean friends will definitely come um i'm sure for wrath but it won't be as like horrifying of a squish where we like main raiders who've been raiding with us for two years almost like <laughs> don't have a spot because of their class choice or something we had to get people to reroll shamans we have we had i'm trying to think like i'm pretty sure a couple of our shamans like did not initially level shamans uh they just didn't have a spot on their main character so they like had to go level shaman like, it was skeet pretty insane was at the one beginning of them. yeah skeet was one of was them where papa another one or did he no i th- i think he wanted to play a shaman from the beginning he's the okay. only original shaman i think yeah he's the only original shaman. <laughs> well, we, we elizabeth have. was and vicat was the original yeah shaman. But they they pieced out you know that's yeah. A, yeah. its own worry as well too so Everything will be so much simpler and easy in Wrath. I'm looking forward to it. We don't need to be as crazy with with comps. Um, 
there's a lot more overlap. And then, yeah, we have a much more like fine tuned team. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably implement some some more interesting stuff where we have more guild activity because I know a lot of people are going to be playing alts and stuff like that. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, it'll be neat. And yeah. I think the enjoyable part of our guild is that I think we can clear content, but we also have fun while doing it. And it sounds like Meldron and Def Camp have the same thing, right? Like we want to enjoy ourselves. And yeah. yes, sometimes it gets to a point where we have to ban gambling during raids because <laughs> you know people aren't paying attention. But uh, for the most part, I mean, everybody likes each other and everybody has fun. And I honestly, I can't say that I'd still be playing classic if we yeah, didn't have the group of people that we have. Like, Yeah. And we saw that with a lot of people who leave the guild too. It's like you leave the guild and you just quit <laughs> the game. Yeah, if you've been in it like the grass time. is always greener, right? Like you see it in yeah. jobs too. People leave jobs and then they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, never mind. I actually that was better." Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about there. <laughs> um, yeah. all right. Well, anything else? We've it's, we've went on a banger of an episode. Yeah, we, we probably should go ahead and start wrapping up. Probably yeah, I just want to let people know, like, uh, yeah, just go ahead. Closing uh, thoughts, Mel- guys. Mel- yeah, obviously, Meldron, he's, you know, like you said earlier in the video, he's not going to be playing in Wrath. I am, right? I, I am still going to be playing. Obviously, our guild, uh, the way it was before, is not going to be anymore. Um, so I'm still, like, you know, figuring out. I, I definitely plan on tanking in Wrath. I don't know where I'm going to be exactly yet. Come um, to Benediction. Who knows? Maybe I can talk to you guys about that. I mean, you know, I, I, I have some th- some things up in the air that I'm thinking about. But uh, yeah, but, I mean, you guys sound like you have a lot of fun. So I would uh, who knows? We'll see what, what else is going on with you guys. But um, yeah, I mean, like for me, it definitely. I look back, my most fondest memories playing this game has always been with my brother, uh, you know, having those like having those the i mean some of the best like clips that i see now are some of the most painful to watch like when we died together on the hardcore and, and this and that and the other but the moments that we had together the fun ones uh some of the old videos that we did like with me and Meldron just me- messing around in red ridge mountains uh doing um uh dj Khaled sounds and stuff like that yeah th- those were uh, some of the best memories i had so i'm definitely going to miss Meldron in the game but obviously i'll still see him in, in real life and i support his decision 100 percent, and wish him the best of luck in the future brother we are gonna miss him on this show so much yeah. like it's so fun like to have him on and just get to talk to him so that's gonna yeah. be a bummer for us you're gonna miss I me bitching you. and complaining about the changes blizzard is making to the harem in black temple yep <laughs> yep and yes. uh how 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 much it sucks to to like fly in planes yeah all yeah all of it yeah <laughs> yeah well you know it's uh i've come back before but I, I don't see myself doing it this time at least not for a very long time but it's been great i i really he said it here first if we get wrath classic plus he's coming uh, back so maybe. <laughs> uh but you know i i just want to say thank you for all um all the people that watch my videos all the people that like watch Def Camp stream and, 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 and it just was a huge, amazing thing. Um, being able to go to BlizzCon, meeting devs, and uh, I never thought that I would be able to get that far. Like, okay, I'll make a YouTube channel, try to get Classic WoW launched. Not only did it launch, I'm not saying that's my, I'm not saying that I had anything to do with that, but like it launched, but I got to be part of the, you know, talk to devs and, and tell them how I feel. And hopefully they took some of that to heart and, 
Uh, wow. So it's huge, but thanks everyone. I really appreciate it. It's awesome. Any closing, uh, any closing thoughts? Uh, Yip or Harskar? That was such a beautiful note to, to go out on. Bob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to close it out. Uh, I'd like to remind everyone, Everybody, if you want to see when we're going live, you can do so by by following us on Twitter. That's WC Reloaded on Twitter. If you want to follow the Mashless Buttons Network, you can do so by following the Mash Network. If you want to send something longer, send those those emails to wcrpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to join our disc our Discord, more people have been joining. So uh it's, we've had a little bit of conversations like popping up there. It's mash.gg slash discord. So join that and maybe we can actually start to grow that. Uh, we also, I just launched it. It's really bare bones at the moment. I'm going to add more stuff later, but we do have a, a we finally did a Patreon. Um, it's really, it's like just a small thing. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's patreon.com slash Warcraft Reloaded. It's weird for me. I don't really like Patreons, but we're going to do it. We're not like there's not really huge benefits. Uh, the first tier is really nothing. It's just like you want to help us. The second tier is uh, I will be putting for that tier and up. I will be putting the uncut uh, audio of the of of the pod up just a couple hours after we record so you'll get it before monday just a couple hours after we record whether it be friday saturday or sun or sunday and then the final slot is uh you will be basically a producer on the show and we will mention your name at the top of every episode so if you are interested in that, check it out. Uh, we like if you have any ideas at perks we could add, let me know. I would love to hear some ideas. Uh, so yeah, lots of that and trying to learn from that. If you want to help us in other ways that are free, you can leave us re reviews on iTunes, leave us stars on Spotify, jump on the the YouTube that has been growing recently. Give us some likes, give us some comments. That'll that'll help. So, you know, sub to that. We've got the new clips channel. It's really slow to to be to grow, but you know, we'll just keep on plugging it. But yeah, that's how how you can help us. And we thank you guys for whatever you can do. Okay, shoot, uh, Mel, where can we find you? <laughs> on Twitter at Mel Overwatch, or you can find me in game on Mel Reno. Okay, and let's go. Yep, where can we find you? Hello, you can find me on Twitter and YouTube at The Yip Show. I make videos now. Come look at them. And I saw you have a new series, too, that just popped in recently. Uh, what, some lore stuff, that one? I saw it last so, last night. Edmund Van Cleef. Yes, yeah, yes, mean, yes. It's a, little, it's a little true crime podcast style uh, lore video. I didn't put a lot of effort into it. There's no, like, video attached to it. It's just me talking. Uh, but it's like true crime podcast style talking about uh, the life and times of uh, Edwin Van Cleef as he uh, rules an empire over Elwyn Forest, Red Ridge, you know, the Stormwind Kingdom. And <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying out a couple uh lore delivery things that I thought would be fun. Uh, Sounds like some I'm... alliance propaganda to me. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it is alliance propaganda. <laughs> Every... Listen, 
you frame things through the victors, and uh, mm-hmm. the victors live in stone castles. So yeah, okay. Awesome. But like the Dothraki were to come, we're gonna come get you out of your stone <laughs> castles. <laughs> and uh, Harsh and, and Harskar, where can we find you? Uh, on Benny in Vark. No, <laughs> come on, dude. You uh, uh, you streamed the other day the worst BTG DKP ever, and you had like thirty five average uh, viewers. Are you are you not going to do that anymore? This is true. Um, I don't know. I don't know what my plans are. Originally, I wanted to start up like a Twitch stream just to be able to watch back arena games and kind of critique play and figure that stuff out. But that Black Temple, although it was a disaster, it was a ton of fun to have people in there talking about it. So, we'll <laughs> um, and that Twitch is twitch.tv slash Harscare. All right. Uh, that's H-A-R-S-K-A-R-E. Correct. Yeah. All right. Def Camp, where can we find you? Yes. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Def Camp. And you can also still find me on YouTube at Def Camp and Melderon TV. Uh, either one I stream, uh, you know, uh, right now about three, four times a week on Twitch. Uh, plan on starting to stream more, hopefully about, uh, around five or six days a week and um, have some new stuff in tune uh, for YouTube coming up soon as well. So keep an eye out for that. Awesome. Awesome. And Melderod. You can find me in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Living the life. I really don't have a thing. You can meet him in the streets now. <laughs> yeah. You can uh, help me in the fight against the homeless. No, I'm just joking. That was just terrible. <laughs> so it's, it's a meme. It's a joke we talk about. Because the homeless people like to torture me. But anyway, uh, just support my brother. That's how you can find me. So, oh, Thank you, brother. Awesome, awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me streaming our raids, this show, and streaming other things at times at twitch.tv slash blazingbob, no underscore there. It is is official, longest episode ever. It's just, we we like planned this, and then Blizzard's like, oh, well, when you're going to have six people on the pod, we're going to put out a ton of wrath news. Like, it's just, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, we, I think we we covered a lot of stuff. We did. So, we yeah. did. Thank you guys for your time, and thank you everybody who showed up in chat. Thank you everybody listening at home, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. See you guys. Peace. Bye. Peace. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network 
facebook.com slash mash those buttons or join our discord at mash.gg slash discord. 